The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. You're in the marketplace of liberty. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris X on the Blaze Radio Network. Will President Donald Trump sign Congress's $1.3 trillion omnibus spending bill on Friday afternoon despite widespread criticism? of the legislation from his supporters. Welcome to the Conservative Cartel this Saturday morning as we are live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios here on the Blaze Radio Network. If you'd like to be part of the program, here's how you do it. The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open, 888-900-3393. We're glad that you found us here on theblaze.com. But if you're watching on the Conservative Cartel or the Liberty Eagle Facebook page, you will see in studio, I have Chris X. I'm here in studio. This is awesome. What's up, Matt? What's Boom. going on? Let's see if we can touch each other. Matt Locke here, Chris X. We've got lots to talk about today. I mean, lots going on, Chris. Omnibus bills, um, clear backpacks, rocks, all kinds of things. We're going to get to that right after producer Ron tells us what's up this hour. Yeah, hey, good up? morning. Good sex morning, fellas. Y'all stop touching each other now. <laughs> hey, right. hey, oh, yeah. hey, settle down. Sex settle down. This hour of the conservative cartel is brought to you by Combat Flip Flops. Be a part of the unarmed forces and help manufacture peace through trade. Visit CombatFlipFlops.com and use code CARTEL20 for 20% off your first order. CombatFlipFlops.com bad for running worse for fighting good morning guys always good worse morning. for fighting it is definitely worse for fighting. you do not want to fight or run in combat flip-flops well chris we have lots of stuff lots and lots of stuff going on and i mean literally it seems like the collective country the collective trump supporters have lost their ever-loving minds well you know hold on I, i'm gonna back up and say you're close <laughs> But I'm going to say not all of them, because there are some people that are on that Trump train and ain't getting off no matter what. Uh, he but, could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and they'd be all right yeah, with it. So yeah. there's that. Yeah. But then there's the other people that are the conservatives that reluctantly supported him that have absolutely gone. One of my favorite words, apoplectic. It's the end of the world as we know it. R.E.M. is playing in the background. It's over. They're not supporting him. They're done. They're off the Trump train forever. Well, I thought it was interesting in yesterday after we did our weekday show. And if you want to catch our weekday shows, head over to theconservativecartel.com. You'll find out where they're at and all that good stuff. And you can be a, a cartel VIP, by the way. And producer Ron's kind of hidden a link at theconservativecartel.com. So the first 25 people that find that, you're going to get some goodies. So you want to head over to the conservative cartel and check that out. But we talked about this yesterday, Chris. Donald Trump, we did our we did our show. Donald Trump went to the mic yesterday afternoon, and what I thought, he kind of pulled a Jim Comey. Yeah. You know, remember Jim and Hillary, and he stands up in front of the camera, and he Good says, point. you know, we found all this information on Anthony Weiner's laptop. We've got all this stuff. She's a criminal. She's a crook. I, I got all this information, but. But we're not doing anything. But we're not going to prosecute her because I can't find any intent of prosecution. Well, Donald Trump took to the microphone yesterday and said, you know, it's a really bad bill. It's 1.3 trillion. It was not red. I mean, he grilled this bill, by the way. Yes, he did. Didn't he? He went after it, called it ridiculous, said it wasn't red. It was too long. He hated the way the process went. And I'm thinking, oh, this, this could be good. He may, he may veto this thing. That's right. 
Now, as he did not, as we found out, he said, look, for national security purposes, I am not going to veto this bill because the military got almost $80 billion. And with, a, it, with a B. A with billion. a B. And it upped their total budget to like $716 billion because you and I both know that China, Russia, Iran, North Korea, they're all building up their militaries. Oh, absolutely. So when, when we get to this point of it, the money for the military is good, and I can, I, can, I can see that. But let's have a conversation here. I did a little video yesterday after the show. What happens if Donald Trump vetoes us? Well, uh, the government shuts down. It goes back to the same clowns that wrote the bill, and then they were supposed to change it, make it better somehow. Right. Well, that didn't happen. Well, now we, we were talking with the, uh, Sheriff David Clark yesterday on the program. Oh, yeah. By the for, way, if you want to see that great interview with David Clark, go back to the conservativecartel.com. We had him on yesterday. Yeah, and he was fantastic. And at the end of the interview, you asked him, you put him on the spot, is Trump going to sign this uh, this this omnibus bill? And he's like, I'm no dummy. Yeah, he did not answer that question. Well, and he didn't avoid it. He just said, right. well, only time will tell. Only time will tell. And it did. But here's the thing, Chris, that I, I talked about yesterday. I want to talk about right now. We have got a broken system. Yeah. We have a broken Congress. We have, and we were talking about this before the program. Chris and I were sitting here doing show prep this morning, kind of comparing notes, what we wanted to talk about, you know, how we wanted to do the show. And we've got 535 members of Congress between the Senate and the House. And out of that number, how many people would you say are actually conservative? You know what? I don't know. You were telling me a number earlier before the show, and I think you were saying around 50, and, and I think both of us said, maybe? Maybe, maybe 50? Maybe. Now, we've maybe. got people on the inside in Washington who have told us this for quite some time now. Yeah. You know, the right is not conservative. No, they're far from it. And, and, and when you see these, these massive spending bills, you know, we, we, we've got a very lazy government right now. Yeah, we have the government is supposed to be doing separate appropriations bills for everything that we fund. Yeah. In in Trump said it yesterday in his speech. Look, you got to give me the line item veto. Well, and what's funny is presidents have been calling for a line item veto for a long time. I don't think we're going to get it because remember, it goes the other way, too, when the other guy's in charge. So there's that. But that being said, you're you're looking at this omnibus. The one thing that I did like what he said yesterday was, I will never, ever sign another bill like this. I'm signing this one reluctantly, but I will never sign another bill like this. So you guys get back and do your job. Now, are they going to do their jobs? Well, look, we're going to know, too. You and I talked about this. We're going to know very quickly. This bill is only good for five months. Yeah, well, it's a six-month bill, so you're right. In five months, it's going to be done right before the midterms, yep. and they got to do this all over again. Do you think there was any reason that it's good right up till the midterm? Mm-hmm. Maybe a little, little, little plot there, a little, uh, little political ploying, a little, you know, uh, you know, strategy. But you know, it's interesting because uh, as, as we were joking at the beginning of the program, you've got literally people losing their minds, as you mentioned. These the conservatives, they're like, I can't, I'm done with Trump, I'm gone. Well, I think we live in, in such a time where people are they respond immediately, and it's the everything is the end of the world right now. And then watch what happens. And the story that came out this morning was Trump is banning transgenders from the military. He's not not going to allow that to yep. happen. I guarantee you there's probably 1% of those hardcore conservatives are like, okay, I'm back on the Trump train again. Well, and you ever notice that Trump does things after big stuff happens to change the narrative? Absolutely. He did it all throughout the campaign. Look, it, the news cycle the way it is, we were we were laughing about this this morning. I'm going to tell you what, I'm seeing a lot of a lot of comments on the conservative cartel 
oh, excuse me, on the Liberty Eagle Facebook page. If you want to be part of the program, if you want to tell us why you think Donald Trump should have vetoed the bill or what would have happened, give us a call on the Black Rifle Coffee hotline. We would love to hear from you, 888 I mean, we can have an open forum this morning about this. I don't particularly agree with Donald Trump signing this bill. I mean, I'm kind of of the Rand Paul persuasion here. Yeah. We've got way too much government. We have way too much spending and we have an organization or we have a body that is so lazy that they will not do their jobs the way they're supposed to do their jobs. You know, first of all, you're right. Uh, Ted Cruz said something very interesting. He voted against it, by the way, which was both of our original choice for president. nonetheless. Yes. But in hindsight, I don't think Ted Cruz would have beat Hillary. In fact, I don't think anyone would have beat Hillary other than Trump. Probably so uh, but that being said, go back and look. And he's right. He says the right. The conservatives, he said, we have lost our minds collectively. They are now to the left of where Barack Obama was, which is a scary thought. But and that being said, we also need to keep in mind that once again, this is one instance. We've been watching Trump for over a year now. And how many things have we been happy with compared to how many things we're not? You you and I are pretty clear on this. Neither one of us like this bill. No. This is something we're not a fan of. Why did he sign the damn thing? There's got to be a reason why he signed it is what I'm assuming. But what is that reason? Are we ever going to know? Probably not. Is it part of a ploy? Well, he said, of course, to fund the military. They forced him to do it. He wasn't forced to do a damn thing. He he could have vetoed it. That's right. And look, this is the thing that I said yesterday in the video. If you go over to the Conservative Cartel Facebook page, the, the, the one organization that loses in a government shutdown is always our military. Yeah. It's never our politicians. It's yeah. never the people writing the bill. I would have been all for a veto if Congress doesn't get paid. You know, it's interesting. You you mentioned, uh, yeah, absolutely. First of all, they should lose it. Their check should be the first one stopped. That's right. Till they get this taken care of. And you, you mentioned people out there, you know, what do you think about the bill, whether he should have signed it or not? Here's my question. How many of you people, because we know a lot of them are on the Trump train. There's some that are not on the Trump train. Where do you stand? If you were supporting Trump now, I want to hear from you. Yeah, absolutely. The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open, 888-900-3393. We're both here in studio. we got lots more to cover coming up. We're going to hit our first break here. You're going to want to stick around. Lots, lots more to get to. H.R. McMasters is out. Bolton is in. The mustache. The mustache mustache is in. in. Yes. You need one of those, Matt. Rocks. Clear backpacks. Yeah. Hey, there's a new method of fighting against those horrible shooters. Rocks. Buckets of rocks. Well, don't go anywhere. The conservative cartel rolls on this Saturday morning. Chris and I will be right back. The conservative cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe on the Blaze Radio Network. Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris X. Darn straight it is, and we are live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. Welcome back to the Conservative Cartel. I am Chris X. That would be Matt Locke right there. We are here live. The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open. Triple eight nine hundred thirty. What's the? I don't even know the number, Matt. What is? I'm confused. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety. We have a few phone numbers doing shows six days a week. Well, and we changed one a while, like yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah. So, and I'm I'm the, here's the deal. I'm actually in studio with Matt here. Yeah. And in, in, in the Fort Worth studios, which are awesome, by the way. These look really good. 
Boy, I'll, we've we've worked hard to get him here. I'm looking at this awesome logo. For those who want to see what it looks like, go to our Facebook page, the Conservative Cartel on Facebook, or the Liberty Eagle Facebook page, and go check it out. You can see the great logo behind us. Nice flag. I see a Texas flag hidden somewhere over there. Yeah, so, yeah, I see that. Something showed up this morning. We yeah. got gifts. I don't know where that came from. I, I don't have know what no happened. idea what happened. Somehow, that. I'm sure people will notice. Nonetheless, we're here, and I'm I'm glad to be in studio. I plan to do this about once a month as as often as I can. And we're here, but it's weird because, like I said, when Matt and I were reaching out, we, we were touching each other before the show was weird i don't know if i would say that <laughs> just just so you know i don't know if i tell everybody that i mean what i was just we, bu- we they, bumped by, fish. by the That's way it, it's funny you can't see it on radio and we are on the blaze radio network by the way That's so true, yeah. it, it's saturday morning but ron made me scooch my chair down because i'm like seven inches taller than chris he's like nine feet tall <laughs> you guys don't realize that matlock is actually a giant he's from the game of thrones and <laughs> He actually is a giant. He might even be one of the wildlings. I'm not sure. One of the wildlings. So, I love it. Very, very t- yeah, I'm six feet tall, and you tower over me. Well, so. I'm not a short guy by any means, or a little guy. So no, he's he's a large man with a large microphone and a large button. Yes, you got, your button's bigger than Kim Jong Un's. It sure that. is. Hey, speaking of a large man with a large button, we asked the question earlier, and uh, I, I, we want to see if you want to get in. There's a lot of people I heard yesterday driving up to to Dallas Fort Worth that were they were on the Trump train, and now they're off the Trump train. There's a lot of people that are really upset. They said this is it. Everything. What's funny, and and once again, mind you, we live in a instant gratification world everything's got to be yeah, done I call right it microwave world it's a microwave world oh, that's a good, i mean it, that's good everybody's example. used to that microwave hit the button 30 seconds you got your stuff that's it and that's the world so their scope of history has been shortened and everybody and what's happening now, i heard so now i heard a few people there are people that said and i'm reading some of the comments on the liberty eagle facebook page no we're we're staying on we're not right. done we're not happy with this we're staying he there's a method to his madness but then there was a lot of people that said hey that, that's it we're done we're, we're gone what say you you want to join us triple eight nine hundred thirty three what is it again? Thirty-three ninety-three. Why can't I remember the thirty-three ninety-three? Well, I will tell you, Chris. What I, I I've been getting, and, and I know you're like me. We have great fans out there. We have great listeners that send stuff all the time. We get emails, text messages. I mean, I'm always overran, and I tried today. I could not get it done. It was such short notice, and everything happened so fast. I was trying to get a hold of somebody over at Hillsdale College, an economist or whatnot, oh, yeah. to tell us the difference. I did a little research last night to tell us the difference between an omnibus spending bill and a budget that's a great question because they're two different things so i got this thing sent to me and i want to give you the highlights of this because it's rolling around facebook today and i think you've probably seen it because it says look everybody calm down we've been doing some research here and it says here it is it's not an official federal budget it's an omnibus bill it's a spending bill it's a spending bill it says it's not a budget this person says trump outsmarted the Dems again. Congress basically screwed themselves by not passing a budget per the Constitution. Because the Constitution, if you read the Constitution, it requires a budget be passed every year. It's in the Constitution. Mm. So as you look at this, it says the president must adhere to a budget set forth by the Congress and direct the expenditures as provided there in that budget. This is another one of those big porculous bills that Sheriff David Clark yesterday, what did he tell us? Yeah, he said that's what they usually call porculous bills. That's exactly what Sheriff Clark called that. So in the end, what happened the last eight years? Obama worked under an omnibus bill. Where did the money go? 
<laughs> wherever he wanted it to, basically. That's exactly right. Do we have any kind of record of where the money went? Look, we're going to keep talking about this. I hear we have a, a phone call. Yeah, let's go to the phones, and I want to keep going through this. Once again, you found this off Facebook, and we know it Facebook- was sent to me. Yes, from Facebook. Okay, and we know Facebook is never wrong. Well, it's the internet. <laughs> so, and if I am a French model, uh, let's go to the phones here. Once again, uh, if you if you want to join us, triple eight nine hundred. Thirty-three ninety-three. Yes. Am I getting it right finally? Man, I can't believe I've forgotten the number. Let's go out, pick up with Lucky out in South Carolina. Hey, Lucky, thanks for holding. Welcome to the Conservative Cartel. Good morning, guys. How are you today? Hey, we're good. How are you, Lucky? Not bad at all. Um, I think when it comes to this budget, uh, President Trump knows a lot more about it than either one of us do. I don't know if you remember or if you're too young when Ronald Reagan was president. Uh, he wasn't liked, but he he didn't have to stand up to all of the accusations and everything that Donald Trump has. And Don, uh, Reagan turned out to be a doggone good conservative president for eight years. Yeah, I think Donald Trump will be reelected. I think he needs a full eight years to get what he wants to get done. And I I don't see any problem with him being reelected. So you're, what, you're definitely on the Trump train. You are well, not jumping off. Well, but Lucky, let's figure, what did, you, what did you think yesterday about the omnibus bill? I didn't like the fact that uh, he didn't veto it. I believe he could have gone to battle. But knowing Donald Trump, he's got something on the back of his – he's got something. He, like I said, he knows that we don't. Well, there are definitely a whole lot of things he knows. You're, you're absolutely right. There's a lot of stuff that he knows that we – access to information that we don't have. So I think you're right. So regardless of him signing that bill, you're still you're still behind him. You think he's going to continue? I, I'm I'm a guess assuming that you believe the last year and a half or so or three months you've liked what he's done, and you think he's going to do a whole lot more of that over the next three, possibly seven years. Yes, sir. Look what he's gotten done in just fourteen, fifteen months, and look at all the fights that he's had to go through. Um, there are so many people against him, and so many things he's being accused of. And he's withstood every bit of it. That goes to show you the strength of this man. Well, Lucky, you are not wrong. And, sir, thank you for the call, Lucky, yeah, there no in problem. South Carolina. I mean, look, he's right. I mean, if you if you are amazed, I'm amazed yeah. at what Donald Trump as president has actually gotten done with now what we know is swirling around Congress. Yeah, Lucky made a really good point. Thank you for the call, Lucky. By the way, if you want to get in, tell us what you think. Are you still behind supporting the president? Do you not support the president? What do you think? You think he'll be reelected? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And he made some good points. And and I what we talked about too. What happened over? The, look at all the things that happened over the last year, year fourteen fifteen months. You had the the we've got the uh, getting rid of that stupid mandate. The Obamacare mandate is gone. In effect, stripping Obamacare, so you're not forced to pay for that garbage. You had a tax cut. People got their little bonuses. You got the economy. Stock market re- responded not so well to that. Uh, well, to the tariffs of China. I mean, he signed that executive order. What was it? Wednesday, maybe Thursday. I can't remember. Everything goes together now. I mean, literally, we've been doing our show all week, and we've been joking around with the fact that we could not show prep all week long and have done a show on all the breaking news this week. Now, yeah, we have to do it basically that morning because everything changes in five hours. Four and hours, and you hours. saw it, I think, I think it was Wednesday, the stock market dropped 700 points because of this supposed trade war that's mm-hmm. coming from China. But in the end of that, just to touch on that very quickly, China already tariffs are goods. Boy, they do. Everybody, so, it seems like everybody does except us, right? Right. So doing that and them actually firing back is nothing new. It's just you're not paying attention. But I want to get back to this deal. It, yeah. it's, it's not very much longer, but we're talking about the difference between an omnibus spending bill and an actual budget 
Because a budget consists of 12 or 13 appropriations bills. That's a very good point. So an omnibus bill is where they throw everything together because they're not doing their job. And the Democrats did it for eight years under Barack Obama because now who has I, – I did a lot of research on this last night. I looked, at, I looked at this stuff for about a good two hours. The president on an omnibus bill can follow the suggestions that that spending bill dictates. See, this is what I wonder. Is this true? It, it is. I, I, what I found, it is true. Huh. Now, what I, what we're going to do, and you're going to have to tune in sometime next week to the cartel, because I'm going to find an economist to tell us one way or another. I'm going to find somebody that knows the difference for our show during the week, and we're going to go through this because, to me, it's intriguing. I went to the Internet last night, did the research, and, and what I found is that that's true by what I'm reading is that the president does not have to follow the spending bill. He has authority to spend or not spend in areas of that bill. See, and if this is the case, this really changes the dynamic of him signing this omnibus bill. Well, you just wonder if President Trump knew this going in. See, and under my understanding and what I read online as well, was he does have discretionary spending within the different categories. I didn't know he could do it elsewhere. Like the, this bill funded $500 million for Planned Parenthood. Right. I was not under the impression that, no, that's it, $500 million goes to Planned Parenthood. But of the $700 billion that go to the military, he has the ability to allocate that funding how he wants. Yes. So if that's the case, what if he all of a sudden grabbed, I don't know, $300 billion and threw it towards that wall? That's right. I mean, who's going to stop him from building the wall? And look, there is in that omnibus bill we talked about yesterday, there's actually a paragraph or there's a, a provision in there that says you cannot spend money toward the wall. But that's a suggestion, right? Yeah, I was going to say, there, that's. I, you know what I don't know? How much time we got for the break? Oh, we got time. Let's jump back to the phones very quickly. If you want to join us, 888-900-3393. I, I want to know what you think. Let's pick up with Richard. Oh, I think this is Big Rich out in NYC in New York. Hey, Rich, welcome to what? the Conservative Cartel. What's up, my brother? Glad to hear you, man. Oh, man, it's good to hear you, How Rich. How you doing? Uh, hey, we're doing very well. How are you doing? Good, good. Now, I just, you know, I was a little disappointed yesterday. I felt it like uh, I got home and I saw my wife with another husband. That's the way I felt. <laughs> That's always frustrating. <laughs> That's the way I felt when I saw Trump, you know, not veto. I, I swear to God, I, at one moment, I thought he was going to flip that thing with his leg and say, take that junk out of here. I ain't vetoing. For, for one second, I had that imaginary thing in my head. But you know he did we had to do it, and it is it is what it is. But and I'm I'm thinking out of the box a little bit here. For some reason, I have a feeling that there's gonna be some kind of military stuff going on with Iran. Yeah, you know what? Not only that, there's the the North, North Korea, Korea situation in Bolton, and he Trump said in his press conference yesterday the reason he's signing this is because of the military funding. You may be absolutely right, Richard. I mean, there's there's no telling what exactly he's looking at that we just don't know. Right, because for some reason, uh, I, I believe uh, Saudi Arabia opened up their um, airstrip to the United States. Israel, for Israel. They just opened it up to Israel. And Big Rich, we're up against the break, bud. Thanks we, for the call. Thanks for the call. We, we certainly appreciate Big Rich in New York. He's always a great call. There's a lot going on here. Yeah. I mean, we've got Bolton. We're going to talk about later in the show here, replacing H.R. McMaster as national security advisor. we got North Korea. We've got... Saudi Arabia opening up their airstrip to Israel, which has never happened. I mean, there's a lot of geopolitical stuff going on we just don't know about. Hey, look, Chris X, Matlock, the conservative cartel, the Blaze Radio Network. Don't go anywhere. Lots more to come. We're just getting started.
The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris X on the Blaze Radio Network. Conservative Cartel. Now, here's Matt Block and Chris Axe. Welcome back to the Conservative Cartels. We are live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios here on the Blaze Radio Network. If you'd like to be part of the program, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open, 888 93 alongside of Chris X. I am Matt Locke, and it is that time again for the cartel to honor our heroes. And unfortunately, this Saturday, we are honoring a veteran firefighter from New York who was killed fighting a five alarm fire on a Harlem movie set for a film starring Bruce Willis and Edward Norton. According to WABC 7 firefighter Michael Davidson. A 15-year veteran of the department on Engine 69 in Manhattan and father of four children became separated from his crew while conditions deteriorated during a basement fire in a building on St. Nicholas Avenue at about 11 p.m. yesterday. The fire was in the vacant St. Nick's Jazz Pub, which closed in 2011. The building was used, was being used to film Motherless Brooklyn, a screenplay by Edward Norton set in the 1950s. Now... The Fire Department of New York Commissioner Daniel uh, Negro said in a statement to the press that Davidson 37 was the nozzle man as a crew went downstairs to fight the fire. The fire was too heavy. They were forced to retreat. And as they backed out, he, Davidson, got separated from the rest of the unit. He was found unconscious on the floor despite the best efforts of the, the New York Fire Department and the EMTs. They were unable to revive him and our entire city mourns. The New York Post reported that a film crew was setting up to shoot outside the five-story building when Norton saw smoke coming from the basement and alerted a nearby police officer. During the firefight, Davidson was reportedly missing briefly after a mayday call was made. According to the New York Post, he was found and transported to Harlem Hospital where he was pronounced dead. Now, firefighter Davidson of Flora Park, New York, is survived by his wife, Eileen, and their four children, three daughters ages seven, three, and one, and a son age six. Firefighter Davidson is the son of retired firefighter Robert Davidson, who served the department for 26 years and primarily at the same firehouse. And the brother of firefighter Eric Davidson, a 11-year veteran of Engine Company 88. Davidson has been cited for bravery four times wow. in his career. And with that, we the cartel honors our hero in firefighter Davidson. May you have Godspeed. May your family you know, get through this awful time and four times bravery awardness. I mean, these are heroes. Absolutely. Thank you for your service. These are absolute heroes, and thank you for your service. And look, Chris, ooh, get a little choked up there every now and then because it's hard to do that kind of stuff. These guys, we we love our military. We, we, we love our first responders, our firefighters, our EMTs, our law enforcement. They're fantastic people. They deserve our recognition. That's why we wear our nine-line apparel. Great veteran-owned company, Black Rifle Coffee. But look, we're talking about, you know, honoring these people and we're talking about, you know, really, this is why I think Donald Trump signed that omnibus bill. He even said it, national defense, 
Yeah, he said it was about the military, and that was why he did. Uh, we had a good call from uh, Big Rich out in the last segment. If you want to join us here on the conservative cartel, 888-900-3393, 888-900-3393. We're going to get back more into the Facebook stuff that you were sent a message yes. about the discretionary spending. We're going to go to the phones. Uh, once again, there are some people. So far, we're two for two. They're still on the Trump train. Yeah. They're not and, ready to well, jump off yet. Rich was a jilted lover. Oh, that's true. He's, yeah, he he was a jilted lover. So, I mean, he, he didn't like the fact that Trump was in bed with someone else, but he's going to forgive, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. All right, let's go back to the phones. Once again, if you want to join us here on the, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888 Let's pick up with Rich. Uh, uh, he's driving a semi-truck in Mississippi. Uh, that sounds good. Uh, good morning, Rich. Welcome to the conservative cartel. Good morning. Um, yeah, we support Trump, Trump forever. Uh, I, I don't think they're ever going to get rid of us. Um, I, I wanted to say that um, Trump was a powerful man before he became president. And he's friends with a lot of powerful people all over the world. And when he does things, I think he still has his personal cell phone. And he gets advice from his friends more so than he does from... You know, the people sitting in the Oval Office. And, you know, he knows two things that we don't understand, but, you know, there, there's people all over the world that are a lot smarter than us, and Trump's friends with all of them. You know, I mean, he, he was friends with, with kings and queens and stuff before he became president. Well, yeah, and, interesting uh, statement. Well, there, there's a couple things. Uh, obviously, he does still have his, his personal cell phone, but once again, everything is locked down now, and he's got. But and you're right, he knows a lot of powerful people, but he also has a lot of powerful advisors because around he, him, around him, and he's going to reach out and see. Like I said, he he seems to be a guy that when he hears a better advice, he's he's an executive. Right. He surrounds himself with people that are experts at what they do, and then he's smart enough to take their advice. That's how he amassed wealth of well over what eight to twelve billion dollars, whatever it is. Right. So uh, thank you for the call, Rich. Uh, good comments. Obviously, he's still on, loves what he does. I don't know about necessary his friends are calling yeah, him. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, it's an interesting theory. Not that Donald Trump probably doesn't talk to his friends, but we had that same conversation. Remember, Obama wanted to keep his BlackBerry? Uh-huh. And they had a big deal over it. I mean, and you know, we know the whole deal with Hillary Clinton and emails off the grid and, and getting away from federal, you know, FOIA acts, the Freedom of Information. We saw what Hillary did with her BlackBerry and her laptop. Yeah, her she ball-peen went, hammers. She, well, no, before that. <laughs> before they took a ball-peen hammer to them, she had a couple of black, uh, a couple of iPads and her Blackberries. She took them all to China because they were hers and not right. state-issued, and they were all hacked by the Chinese. And, and, so the yeah. reality reality is he's he may have his his phone or whatever his twitter machine but nonetheless it trust me whatever he's got is locked down and secured by the government yeah he, he's not going to make that same mistake and look the government has to do that we watched and you know they were supposed to do that with hillary clinton and barack obama and we know that they didn't we know yeah. the ball peen hammers the bleach bid all that stuff now my personal thought here is what you just said donald trump is he's an executor yeah. He he listens to people. I mean, he puts women into powerful positions. He does. He he puts men, but he puts people around him who know what they're doing. They, they don't need guidance from him. I mean, if you look at the whole Rex Tillerson situation, Mattis situation, H.R. McMaster to a point, these people were working inside of a purview of what Trump told them to do. He wasn't babysitting these people. And look, you, you said at one of our shows during the week, when the Democrats are in government, they go there and they die. I mean, they, they become ingrained. They never leave 
we have watched as Trump has ran the government like a business. When you're done or when you're not doing your job or if you've done your job well and it's over with, you're gone. There, there isn't any there isn't any stick around. There isn't any part of the swamp deal. Well, yeah, absolutely. There's no swamp in his vernacular, if you will. He's there to drain the swamp, so he's bringing certain people in. And and my assumption is whether they're on you know on board with what he's doing or they've accomplished whatever goal it is that he wanted to do to bring them in to take care of stuff. At that point, you're thank you for your service. You're no longer needed. Here's somebody new. Yep. And and every every decision he makes is going to be questioned on one side or the other. Sure. Every single thing he does or says or whatever, watch the different networks. All of them covered in a different way, and all of them go crazy over everything he does every day. When we talked about Trump being good for talk radio or oh, whatever, it's radio he's, also, gold. he's good for ratings on news shows, too, because that's why MSNBC, CNN, Fox News, all of these channels, ABC, NBC, they lead with Trump almost every day single newscast well and what did donald trump tell us because we're running out of time here again in this segment it's crazy how fast this is flying by uh you you know what did trump tell you i'm going to play it close to the vest you're not going to know my strategy on iran you're not going to know my strategy on north korea you're not going to know my strategy on the economy i I mean you know we're watching facebook here and i'm going back to social media because that's where a lot of people are at a lot of people are asking you know are you okay are you not okay with what donald trump did are you sure he's even got a plan I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because I've watched the last year and three months of what has happened. And even the Heritage Foundation came out and said, look, he has checkmarked off all of our conservative points to the tune of 65% in the first year. It's pretty incredible. So he's got a track record now. This isn't like he just came into the presidency yesterday in in didn't veto this omnibus bill well you mentioned the the microwave society we live in now everyone like everyone who went crazy yesterday must have forgotten about the last 13 14 months because once again we he lowered our taxes yeah. the economy is doing better he's bringing jobs back from overseas regulations down the regulations down he, in other words he's done all this I, I said this years ago i've said it last week and i've said it last month and last year you know when different people i've never agreed with uh, one politician on every no. issue None. The only person I agree with on everything was probably Sheriff David Clark yesterday. Well, because he's a smart dude. You should agree with a lot of what he says because he's got 40 years of experience to back it up. Exactly. So, But when it comes to politicians, I knew when Trump got in, he's going to do some things that we don't like. Signing that omnibus bill, at this point, from what I can tell, it, it does not look like it's a good deal. It looks bad. I don't like it, but we'll have to wait and see. because, And we'll get back more into the, the, what you were reading. Depending on the discretionary ability of this bill, maybe he did play the Democrats. So far, Every time they thought they've won, who ended up winning up to this point? Him. Every time. Amazing. So, hey, don't go anywhere. The cartel, we're rolling on. We are full board. 888-900-3393 on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. We'll be right back. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe on the Blaze Radio Network. Listening to the Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to the Conservative Cartel. I am Chris Axe, live in our Nine Line Apparel Studios with Matt Locke. 
The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open. We've gotten a lot of great calls already. Trying to figure out, what do you think about this omnibus bill? Are you on it? Are you still on the Trump train? Are you done? We've got some people that were never on the Trump train, so they're they're obviously not pumped by it. No. We've got some people that said, I voted for him, I loved him, I defended him, no longer. Am I going to do this? Well, you let us know. What do you think about the bill? Should he have signed it? And do you still agree with the president? And what about the last 13, 14 months? 888 Matt, you said something very interesting in the break, and you were talking about something the president said yesterday at his yeah. press conference. Well, I went back and rewatched that press conference because, you know, social media blew up. Yeah. And we watched it yesterday as we were sitting here in the studio, and I wanted to check a few things. And it was only about 22 minutes long. But Trump said, look, he, t- he, he had this press conference to call the left out. He knew he was going to sign this. Yeah. He knew it. But he said, look, I'm done with this. No one read it. It's $1.3 trillion. No one knows what's in it. And I'm never signing another bill like this again. Well, look, you're going to find out very quickly if Donald Trump was saying what he meant, because our budget runs out at the end of September. It's it's today is March 24th. We literally have a week left and then we're into April. That's the fourth month of the year. You've got literally six months, and there's going to be a new budget, and it'll be less than six months because, well, it won't be less than six months because it'll be a great big fantastic omnibus bill two days before the government shuts down. So it'll be six months. But you're going to come back to this, and we're going to see if Donald Trump holds to what he says. Yeah. And it was interesting because he dropped that tweet yesterday morning and said, I may not sign this. I may veto it or whatever. So he said that, and then he went ahead and signed it, and he said the reason why was because, well, he was forced to because of the the military spending, which, once again, he may have some information. Well, we know he has information that we don't have. Exactly. So, But is that the real reason why? We don't know. We've also seen this this back and forth that he's done with the Democrats repeatedly over and over. And for the last 13, 14 months, he's won on about all fronts. Well, you said it. You you said it very, I, I think it was one of the breaks. You said, look, even when the Democrats come out and claim victory, what normally happens? It turns right around and they didn't win. Because remember when Dianne Feinstein was clapping her hands and so happy for gun control? Right. Because Trump said he's going to think about it. None of it happened. She, now they're all mad at him. When, they, when everything goes in and we're doing all this, then they're mad. Well, DACA. Yeah, DACA. We were going to have, and that's the thing we talked about yesterday in our program. We were going to have 1.8 million illegals or dreamers into this country. Yeah. Trump, Trump tweeted out yesterday 800,000. All of a sudden, 1 million went away. Well, was, that one, was it 1.8 million? That dropped 800,000. 800, and what's funny is because I, I've made this comment, and I, I'm, I stand by this comment. He is playing chess while other people are playing checkers. Some people don't like that analogy. No. But the reality is there's a reason why he's making those statements. He, it may sound like he's talking out of his rear end, but he's not. There's, he's, there's a method to his madness. I've known people that have been around Trump. I have known people that have talked to him and watched what he does. He's not an idiot. He looks funny. He sounds funny. <laughs> yeah. He's orange. He does. He, he is. He is orange. He has to get rid of that spray on tanner. Yeah. I'm. Uh, you know what? I'm thinking about getting some spray on tan. I could be orange too. Yeah. I mean, it'd go with that red hair. It would. It'd yeah. Be, well, it would. So, so Chris, just to get into this real quick, because we want to wrap this up, and we're yeah. we're going to run out of time. We, we've got this omnibus spending bill versus budget. It, oh, wait, wait. You touched on something. I want you to get to this. Yep. You said something, right? and I, I don't think you stressed it enough. You're absolutely right. In six months, we're going to see, is he going to turn around and sign another bill like this? We're going to find out if he's full of it or if he's telling the truth. Very quickly. Very quickly. Very quickly. But this omnibus bill versus budget bill, it, it's this was what it says. This is not a budget. An omnibus spending bill may have some instructions as to how the, spend, the money will be spent. Obama ignored them all. He spent the money or didn't spend it 
however he wanted to, and Congress didn't do a thing about it because they couldn't. Now, they're saying, I think our president observed how this happened year after year. He is bound to realize that those appropriations for different things in those omnibus bills are merely suggestions. So like Obama, President Trump can spend this money on whatever he wants to or not spend. So President President Trump can spend on, let's say, he, uh, Planned Parenthood. What if our, what if he decides to tell the Treasury Department to uh, slow slow walk that money to Planned Parenthood? You know, it's going to be very interesting if this turns out to be true. Which I I don't know. I have no idea. This is above my pay grade. Me too. I don't so, I don't know. I'm only reading what I saw. Yeah. So. And I did some research last night. What we want to do this week? I'm going to try to get us an economist or or somebody that knows the budget well. Yeah. who knows the rules, and we'll go in and we're going to have that discussion sometime this week about an omnibus versus the budget yeah. and what the role of the executive is in all of that. See, that's very interesting because you're right. You've got the, this is the executive branch of the government. That's right. Now it's gone through. He signed it. And once again, it's his job. He could have not signed it well, unless he did. What does the executive branch do? They execute the bills, the laws that come from Congress. He has to execute the spending. It's, this is going to be very interesting. And if that turns out to be true, which it's I, genius. If that's what he's doing, well, we'll see. I, once again, I, I have no idea. I'm looking forward to this. Hey, by the way, Matt, uh, one thing we can guarantee we're not going to get one of those economists that say the economy is going to tank if Trump was elected. No, we're going to try not to do that. Okay, not one of those. Well, I mean, I normally where I get my people is from Hillsdale College. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, they're pretty good. And we've had a couple guests on. I'll go back this week and find them. But there are people out there that are going to know this answer. We don't. I'm. We're only bringing to you what we've seen. But it's an interesting narrative if this is the case. Because I asked you very, very point blank. Did we know what Barack Obama was spending money on? No, You. It, that's a very interesting because I, I remember being so... I guess disgusted at the time when it was going through that once he went through and they signed the bills, I'm just like, oh God, and I didn't follow up because I was so disgusted. That's a big mistake on my part. Should have looked at it closer. Let me rephrase that. No, we did. We saw where some of it went and it went to all the projects they wanted. Well, Planned Parenthood, exactly. Acorn used to be around. I mean, you know, moveon.org, uh, OFA, you know, all that stuff that the left stands for, they gave their slush money. Yeah, tell you what, let's jump to the phones. Once again, uh, we want to get your take. Do you still support Trump? You done with him? Did you ever support him? What do you think about this bill? And what do you think about what Matt was just going through? 888 is the Black Rifle Coffee hotline here on the Blaze Radio Network. Let's pick up with Paul, patiently listening in Georgia. Thanks for calling, Paul. What's on your mind this morning? Yeah, first of all, good morning, gentlemen. Good show today. Thank you. Um, What's on my mind? I'm not done with Trump. I think he's doing a good job, and I find it kind of amusing. All these guys inside the Beltway are all upset uh, because they think they think the White House is in chaos because they're having this personnel turnover. Listen, this guy has spent his entire life in business, and you guys are in business now, too. You know how this works. When you find somebody who can do a better job or you got somebody on your staff who just ain't getting it done, what do you do? You get go, rid of them. Go get better help. Yeah. That's right. And that's the way business works, Paul. I mean, businesses have to make profits. Our government doesn't have to make a profit. But I'm, I'm exactly. sure when Donald Trump walked in the door, he was I, 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 I would have loved to have seen what he thought about the books that the government has. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I also worked. Uh, I was uh, I'm a retired military officer. And uh, when I was on active duty, I actually worked on the Marine Corps budget. So I spent time inside the, the Beltway. And they just, they're accustomed to the fact 
that if you don't, you know, if you're not getting the job done as well as you ought to, uh, you still don't get fired. <laughs> yeah. It's that swamp. That, you're that, you, right. you get your resume enhanced if you're on the left. Yeah, if you're Ambassador Susan Rice, you become National Security Advisor after lying to the American people. It, you know, uh, Paul, thank you for the call. Uh, we are, uh, yeah, we got a little bit, but we're coming up on a break. Uh, first of all, he's dead on. We've said this over and over again. And well, he, and, and Paul's a, a frequent flyer of the program. He, he he is a former, I think, Marine. So thank you, sir, for your service. Yeah, thank you. Um, he listens over there in WDDQ, one of our affiliates during our, our weekday show. So thank you, Paul. Certainly appreciate that. But you know, wouldn't military people know the best? I, you know, and, and he mentioned he was, like I said, he was around there, part yep. of that swamp, looking at the spending, looking at what was going on, and I think he's dead on. Trump, we've said this before, and I think his experience probably shows it even better. The reality is Trump is a businessman, and he's right. He's been doing this for 40, what is he, 71 now? 71, yeah. So he's been doing business since he was probably about 14. <laughs> you well, probably, or watching his dad do it. Well, I'm sure his dad brought him in. His dad was a businessman, so right. he's been doing this. So, But since he's been 21, he's been dealing with millions and millions of dollars that turned into billions and billions of dollars. So you've got this going on. Paul was dead on. Yeah. This guy's been dealing with this for a while, so there's there's a method to his madness, and he's no dummy. And the funny thing is, we, we know, especially being in show business, if you look a little funny or say something a little funny, people think you're stupid. If you're from the South and you have a Southern draw, people think you're dumb. Right. Well, the reality is, that's not always the case. Donald Trump looks funny. He sounds funny. He says funny things. He's a pretty smart guy, whether you like him or not. Yeah, go ahead and take us out, Chris. Get us the All heck right. out of here. Let's take a very short break. Hour number one is done. Hour number two is coming right at you. And then hour number three. In other words, we got two more hours to go. Don't go away. You're listening to the Conservative Cartel right here on the Blaze Radio Network. If you want to get in on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888-900-3393. This is the Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe on the Blaze Radio Network. You're in the marketplace of liberty. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris X on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, welcome to hour number two of the Conservative Cartel. I am Chris X along with Matt Locke. We're here live in the Nine Line Apparel Studios. That's right, Nine Line Apparel. We got our flags, our gear on. For those of you that are watching on the Conservative Cartel on Facebook or on the Liberty Eagle, you can go check it out. Matt's got an awesome shirt on today, by the way. A little fire and fury. A little fire. A little Madison Trump. Trump. It's beautiful. Beautiful, believe me. It's terrific. Uh, we, we are live. We have the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline open as well. If you want to join us, all you got to do is pick up the phone and give us a call, 888-900-3393. I'm finally remembering the number a little bit now that I'm actually here in the studio. We're, we're live in the same studio, Matt. It's kind of weird. It is weird. It is weird. It's fun, though. You know what else? We can see sexual chocolate through the window. Yeah, Ron Phillips, what's going on this hour? Hey, guys, this hour of the Conservative Cartel is brought to you by BattleBox, the premier survival tactical subscription box on the planet. You can visit them at BattleBox.com. That's B-A-T-T-L-B-O-X.com. Got to drop the E there. Use code CARTEL for 15% off your first box. BattleBox.com. How cool would it be to have your BattleBox with your 
your your uh, combat flip flops on, your black rifle coffee, wearing your nine line apparel. How cool would that be? That would be pretty doggone cool. And we gave away one of those Pro Plus Battle Box uh, Mission Thirty Six boxes just about two weeks ago, and we've got another big giveaway coming up. So you're going to have to go to theconservativecartel.com and become a VIP. Hey, by the way, which I'm glad you mentioned that, go to theconservativecartel.com, become a VIP. There's a little secret nugget somewhere on the website. Mr. Sexual Chocolate himself put something on there, and uh, you can maybe win some free gear. Is that what that is? You win some free stuff. You know What? Pr- you know, producer Ron, a little sexual chocolate. Yeah, he is sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate! There it is. I it, wanted to give him a chance to push his button. His mama loves that. His she mama does. does love that. She yelled across the restaurant one night. Yeah, <laughs> she did. But look, you know, Chris, lots of good things going on with the cartel. Check out the conservativecartel.com. You want to be a VIP. It's going to get you in all these giveaways. We're giving away free stru- stuff. You can get over to the cartel.com there and look for that link. You're going to get good stuff. But we're going to wrap up here. We talked about that omnibus bill yeah. the entire first hour. I mean, it, it, look, it's dominating the news cycle. Well, it is 2,320 or no, wait, 2,232 pages. Is that it? So that's it. And they had, what was it, less than 1,000 minutes to read it? Yeah. So, which is ridiculous. In other words, we're not completely done with it because there's some things in it. You had to pass it to find out what was in it. You know what? Nancy Pelosi has to be a huge fan of this. Actually, I think she is, unfortunately. (laughs) She probably is. They were dancing in the the aisle on the left. I mean, they literally were dancing and telling us how great it was that the left got their tunnel and shut down the wall and and got everything else. But you know what really irritates me or uh, chaps my knickers? You're wearing knickers? I I might be wearing knickers. They can't see that underneath the desk. They can't see my pants. (laughs) I might not be wearing any pants. No, he he put some on since I was here. That's right. I did put some on since Chris was here. You can't sit around with no pants on sexual chocolate ain't wearing no pants the senate gave themselves the senate and the house gave themselves raises oh really so they gave themselves raises they're su- they're doing such a great job that they gave themselves more money so they increased their own budgets one point in this 1.3 trillion dollar omnibus spending package of all the things we couldn't fund like a wall they were able to fund their own selves to get a raise yeah because they're working hard dude they're literally they're off they're off for the next two weeks for Easter. Well, you know, man, I want two weeks off for Easter. I know, I do too. I mean, these uh, we we said this one time. Our our, our Congress works like a hundred and forty days a year out of three sixty five. They get paid pretty darn well for that. Uh, and then they just got to raise. And then <laughs> and then they just got to raise. I mean, they, you know, the economy's doing well. They must figure since they got their taxes cut, they need more money. They worked hard. They did. They worked hard. Well, let, 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 let me, there, there's a lot of numbers here. I'm not going to hit on all of them, but uh, it looks like the Senate increased its total salaries of the officers and, and employees by $12.6 million. And uh, the, also the legislation increased the Senate budget. Get this. This is insane. The Senate budget increased to $919.9 million. Wait, what? The budget. So the budget is almost a billion dollars? For it- the Senate. Just the Senate. Yeah. I, I mean, is that the most incredibly insane number you have ever heard? That's up $48.8 million from fiscal year 17. Uh, the article goes on to say the increase uh, provides funding necessary for critical modernization and upgrades of the Senate financial management system. Well, you know, you got the Awan brothers running around with the IT department, so <laughs> maybe they needed a little bit of, uh, you know, virus protection. I guess it's very possible. Well, 48.8 million of it. So, and they're working, like I said, invest in the IT that system. That probably bought them one hammer. Uh, you know, with the government, maybe one laptop. 
Yeah. Probably a laptop. It, it may be an IT person sitting in a closet in the basement of the White House. Maybe an iPhone or a BlackBerry they can smash with a hammer that they just got as yeah, well. Yeah, for 48 mil. There you go. I thought they need to consult Hillary, probably pay her consulting fee for that. Hey, by the way, the House of Representatives increased its budget to $1.2 billion. For the love of Pete, seriously? So our government, I want you to think about this right now. Our government, our government takes $2 trillion to run. Two tri- $2 billion, two I'm billion. sorry. Yeah, you, I, I got excited. It's just mon- monopoly money anyway. You just jumped six months into the next omnibus. Oh, <laughs> you did. Well, that's $1.3 trillion. I mean, $2 billion to run our government. Do you think the founding fathers ever thought this was what this was going to look like? I, you know, not not to this degree, obviously. I mean, they saw the the crazy oligarchy from where they came from, and you've got the the stuff they did. So they they were looking into the future, knew it would head somewhere like this. But I can't fathom them seeing something like this. Two billion dollars to run our government. So the so the salary, according to the article, the, the this is over at uh, freebeacon.com if you want to go check it out. Congress giving themselves bonuses with this omnibus. Salaries of the staffers of the Senate are also set for an increase. Division 1 of the legislation breaks down the total salaries of officers and employees. 182 million from 2017, 194.8 million in the final bill, an increase of 12 Point five eight million dollars. That's a lot of money. I mean, I, I, I mean, what? You made like what half that last year? <laughs> we're in the wrong line. We're in the long. We're, we are in the wrong line of work. I can tell you that. I mean, I'm just getting the crumbs. No kidding. I, I mean, literally, my salary yeah. is a crumb compared to what these folks are making. I mean, this is crazy, Chris. The thing that uh, amazes me: the Senate not only gave themselves raises. They increased their expense accounts. Oh, from one hundred seventy-seven thousand to one hundred ninety-two thousand. They have expense accounts too. They have expense accounts that that much. Uh, I want an. You know what? I'm gonna go get some floaties so I can go go to that swamp. I want to go make Whew. some of that money. You, you. I mean, this. You know, and I'm seeing comments on not only the cartel Facebook page but the Liberty Eagle. You can't wrap your head around this kind of money. This is literally monopoly money. One of my favorite games yeah. to play is Monopoly. Oh, and the write-on game, by the way. you you got to oh, go to yeah. writeongame.com. Yeah. We're going to throw that in there because Karen's a fantastic lady. We'll give her a little pub on a Saturday morning. There but you, you can't fathom. You can't fathom this kind of money. And it's like, look at history. Our politicians never meant for this to be a full-time job. And the reality is, absolutely, then you've got that, and then you had the president who claimed he was going to drain the swamp and go in, and then he signed this omnibus bill funding all of this. So that's what you want to know why people are upset and why we don't agree with what happened? Oh, that's a lot of money to be spending, and they're giving themselves raises. Well, I can tell you where we can cut the budget. Where's By about $2 billion? Yeah. Yeah, the House and the Senate. There's, we yeah. can cut the budget right now. Just cut that right Two there. $2 billion gone. I mean, these clowns, and we talked about this to start the show in hour one, we might have 40, 50 people in the House and Senate that even care. Well, and this goes back to point why you said you got uh, Pelosi and Schumer and all of them cheering this bill. Well, now we see why. They all got raises, for one. They got increases in their spending accounts. They're a little flex spending or whatever, uh, <laughs> their, their expense accounts. So we've got... No wonder they're happy. You got funding for the stupid tunnel, and it went to fund a whole lot of other garbage, too, like you were saying, like Planned Parenthood, $500 billion. Um, Everything except the one thing Donald Trump, the pivotal point of his whole campaign was what? The wall. The wall. 
What was it? One point six billion. One point six billion. That doesn't even fund Congress. Yeah. I mean, is that not a joke? I mean, if you look at this in a layman's terms, as we are, we're just normal everyday guys. We have jobs. We work hard. We love our country. Literally, we got less money for the damn wall than we do to pay our stupid politicians. Well, it shows where a lot of them truly lie. They don't want that wall. They don't care. They could care less about it. Um, Some of the other stuff in the article shows what it went on to. $3 billion increase in the ever-growing budget of the, the National Institutes of Health. Uh, healthcare spending, four million dollars to combat excessive alcohol use. No, I don't. I don't agree with that. Yeah, you disagree with that one. I disagree. Get cut that one right now. Yeah, right now. <laughs> well, I mean, once again, it this didn't say alcoholism. This is just excessive alcohol use. Well, they probably started with Nancy Pelosi and her plane. She's yeah. saying it's unbelievable. Hey, don't go, we're up against it again. I mean, these conversations get started, then we got to stop, but don't go anywhere. We've got a new national security advisor. I mean, we're going to get into some stuff other than this omnibus bill because Chris and I's blood pressure is way too high. Stick around, the cartel be right back. 888-900-3393 on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. Don't go anywhere. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris X. On the Blaze Radio Network. Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe. Oh, yeah, it is. On a Saturday morning, we're rocking and rolling from the Nine Line Apparel Studios here on the Blaze Radio Network as we are coming to you live all across this fantastic country. If you'd like to be part of the program this morning, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, got my cup right here, 888 Got Chris X in studio. By the way, along with Matt Locke, and if you're watching on the Liberty Eagle or the Conservative Cartel Facebook page, we've got a little sign here on our TV. There is a hidden link at theconservativecartel.com. If you go find it, you will get goodies. Just saying. Plus, sign up to be a Conservative Cartel VIP because it's cool, and all of the cool kids are doing it. I did it. You did it? Not really, because I can't. I'm part of the cartel. I don't get to, <laughs> but I would if I could. So look, uh, Chris, we well, wait. wait we got to say the website again: theconservativecartel.com. That's right. Do you have to sign up as a VIP member or not? You don't, but okay. you should. Okay. Because you it gets you all kinds of free stuff. We send out a newsletter once a week. You're getting behind the scenes stuff, and lots of great things are coming. We're going to be adding some stuff. Okay. We're going to be doing some behind the scenes stuff. You're just not going to get on our show on Saturdays or during the week. Okay. So cool. if you want more cartel, you just gotta go get it but free stuff too we've talked a good time about this omnibus bill donald trump the reaction what we're getting from the never trumpers the always trumpers some of the trumpers in the middle of the trump trump trumpiers and look there's too many he's gonna we're gonna find out in five months we're we're literally gonna find out you know it's not like global warming where they tell you the earth's gonna fry in a hundred years and you'll be dead yeah. You know, that's what global warming people do. These scientists, they say, oh, the earth is going to melt in 150 years. Well, how do you know? Al Gore be- was right about the polar ice caps. They've melted, right? Right. 
Oh, wait, no, but they did. Mm, maybe okay. not. So we're going to find out very quickly if Donald Trump is a man of his word because he said he isn't going to sign another omnibus bill, and that's what's going to be put on his desk in about five months. Yep. But there's other big news. I mean, there's just so much more news. We're watching Fox News this morning in the studio. We got marches for life. We've got all kinds of stuff going on. We got kids with clear backpacks and rocks. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, that makes so much. I almost swallowed my tongue there. <laughs> Don't I, do that. I, I'm so excited. I almost swallowed my tongue. We yeah, have a new national security advisor. Yeah, we do. So uh, McMaster's out now. John Bolton will be in. Yeah. I call him the walrus, goo 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 because he's got a sweet stash. Well, yeah, Craig Statler. You brought out a great – remember the walrus, the, the golfer Craig Statler? I mean, oh, he yeah. had a great stash. Yeah, and then now we got a great stash back in government, a guy with a lot of foreign policy experience. A lot, and I think that's what the left is absolutely scared to death of. And by the way, it's nice to have a nice stash. We don't, you know, we don't put your effectiveness on your stash, but I'm going to tell you what, we met John Bolton. I shook his hand and had a conversation with him at CPAC. Yeah. That dude has a fantastic stash. There was a couple of dudes that had Bolton-like stashes. Oh, I mean, what'd you say the day at CPAC? Somebody out Bolton Bolton? Yeah, somebody out Bolton Bolton with a Bolton-type stash. Oh, he has a great stash. Anyway. Man. Okay, tell you what, let's go to the phones. We're going to keep talking about this. We'll get to... You know, there's a there's a great plan up. Was it in Pennsylvania where they decided, you know, these kids are marching in the streets today for safety or whatever for their schools, gun control. Well, there's a great plan that somebody came up with, and we'll get to this. They're going to fight these guys with guns that come to their schools with buckets of rocks. We'll get to that. We got George <laughs> Clooney weighing in on it. There's rocks. so, so much to talk about. Let's go to the phones. 888-900-3393 is the Black Rifle Hoffie, Coffee Hotline. I did it again. Hoffee Hotline. Yeah, you know, you need some coffee. You, uh, you need know, some Black Rifle coffee. I'm about four, 50 years too late on that, aren't I? Uh, yeah, I you are. Some. All right, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888 Let's pick up with Dom, who's patiently holding. Hey, Dom, welcome to the Conservative Cartel. Good morning, gentlemen. I just had my first, second cup of Black Rifle coffee. Yeah, you did. No, yeah. <laughs> so, so, Dom, which one are you drinking? Which one is your favorite Black Rifle flavor? Well, the, the 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 dark roast, I think it is. Yeah, the the caffeinated yeah. is F is what I like. Too, little, little too, I mean, I don't caffeinated is for school kids. I don't I don't decaf is for school kids. I don't drink decaf. Oh, <laughs> that's right. You should never. Dom, what's on your mind? Well, anyway, anyway, but I know you guys have moved on, but I was hoping to get a quick half a trillion seconds to comment on the budget. Sure. Go right ahead. Um, yeah. Well, full disclosure, I'm still a Trump supporter as of this morning. However, I do not like the dollar amount in the budget because I can't comment on what's in it because I only had 48 hours not to read it. So it looks like, you know, looks like Congress pulled a Pelosi on the country and saying you have to pass the bill to see what's in it. That's the problem I'm having with it because, you know, Republicans came in saying we're going to promise to read the bill before passing that. Remember way back when? Yeah, And, oh, yeah. you know, that's the part I strongly dislike without passing judgment on Trump yet, because I don't know what kind of pickle he's gotten himself into because of all these, you know, bozos in Congress and the Senate. You know, that being said, I did want Trump to take at least to put up a good fight, fist fight before giving in to well, me. Dom, what he did was, I, I want to yeah. interrupt you because don't you think yeah. you, you said fist fight here, but don't you think that uh, that. Uh, little conference he had that little you know impromptu special deal don't you think that kind of was his fist fight yeah it was it was but i think to me i needed some see some bloody noses and faces you know what i'm saying you know you know metaphorically speaking to me this probably was too much superman not enough lex luther on his part 
But you know that's the problem. You know they do in this, this these people promise these things, and and now it feels like these people uh, they're passing so much gas like typical politicians and stinks to high heaven. And that's the problem I'm having with these people. I mean, including Paul Ryan, Mitch McConnell, all these people. I don't know why they can't get behind our president because we have a majority in both houses and the Senate. I don't understand the way they're behaving. That's my problem with this thing. They well, could have passed um, the budget, clean, clean bill budget without, without, you know, they're funding Planned Parenthood for, for God's sake. Yeah. No, yeah. so no, Don, thank you for the that, call. I, there's something you said, and we touched on this on the weekday program. Uh, a lot of this does fall at the feet. Now, ultimately, President Trump is the one who sign signs it. it. That's right. But then go back, and he just mentioned what we talked about on the, on some previous shows. You've got Republicans control the House. They control the Senate. And then you get this leftist bill that comes through, and it gets signed and brought in. It, it, it seems crazy that this would get this way, but you're right. A lot of this falls at the feet of Mitch McConnell and, uh, and, and Paul Ryan. Well, there's a reason that Rand Paul is taking Instagram pictures of him carrying around that 2,200-page bill. I, I mean, it, when you really look at it on the face, it, it literally it, it is so disturbing of, of, you know, Tom's right, 48 hours to read 2,200 pages. I, I, I'm a speed you, reader, but I don't think I could get through that. You, you can't. There's just no way to do it. No, no, there's not. Thank you for the call, Dom. We appreciate it. Uh, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open, 888-900-3393 if you want to join us. Let's go out to Tom, who's in uh, Ohio and Pennsylvania. I'm not quite sure how he's doing that, but, but he's here. Tom, thanks for holding, and welcome to the Conservative Cartel. Hi. Um, I really don't like this uh, the way this budget was done. It's a total sellout. I think uh, Trump just, I think he's more interested in getting things done than it's the right, maybe the right thing. I mean, this is what's going to happen when uh, he loses control of the House and the Senate. Is he just going to sign bills like this all the time? I mean, he has to put up a fight sometime. I mean, you know, he, he should have. I, th I think you, you've you brought up a good thing, Tom, because you're right. This was a lot of fear from a lot of conservative people that Trump is going to get in and he's going to go and oh, forget all this conservatism and then sign these monster porculous bills. And that's what it looks like what happened yesterday. You may be dead on. Yeah, unfortunately, I mean, I would have liked to see him pick a fight. I mean, he could have got his uh, military funding in the second round. Yeah, and, I mean, and Tom, I at least said this take a chance. And Tom, we, we, we hear your frustration. And Tom, thank you for the call. Fantastic points there. We're frustrated too. And I said this to start the program. I, I did a video yesterday you can find on the Conservative Cartel Facebook page. In the end, what do we get if Donald Trump vetoes? The, the bill goes back to the same Congress who just spent the last week fighting amongst themselves. You hear all of the run-up. You hear all of the theater. You, you hear, oh, well, we got to give this. We got to give that. We got to do this. They throw all this into one bucket instead of 13 appropriations bills so you don't know what's in it, and they do that on purpose. Oh, yeah. That They do it on purpose so you can't read it, so you don't know what the crap's in it, and two, three, four weeks later we find out what's in it. So Donald Trump, let, let's just play a little role game here. Donald Trump vetoes the bill. What happens? It goes back to the very same Congress that wrote that bill. Guess who doesn't get paid? Our men and women of this great country who are fighting for our freedom. Guess who gets paid? Politicians in Congress. So do how long does it take to have all of this theater play back out on media, on CNN, Fox, wherever you're getting your news? How long does that take to play out? 
The finger pointing goes back and forth. Nothing gets done. And I agree. $1.3 trillion is a joke. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's a joke. But in the end, what gets done? It's Some of it is Trump's fault. Don't get me wrong. He yeah. didn't have to sign it. He did not have to sign this. He could have vetoed it. This could be now an argument. The government could be shut down. And what's the left going to do? They're going to run to their little, their little playmates. They're, 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 you know, they're all in the same bed. The, 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 the mainstream media is the Democratic Party. Oh yeah. And they would have been all over the news today telling you how awful Donald Trump was. Well, they're still going to do that. Well, I know they are, and I'm not saying to, I'm not saying to listen to the media. But this wasn't going to turn out any better than it is. How many Democrats today are up in D.C. or anywhere else where they've gone to since they're done are now praising Donald Trump for that? None. In fact, not only are they not praising him that it's done, they're declaring victory. Yep. What does that tell you? Okay, so first of all, Tom was right. I agree with a lot of what he just said. And he, that's the hesitation a lot of people have right now. They were concerned with Donald Trump getting in and being a big spender because yep. he is a big spender and him doing that with taxpayers' money. And people are very worried about that. Now their worst fears have been confirmed, if you will, on the surface. We don't know. There's still time. And as we talked about earlier in the program, six months down the road, they're going to have this battle again. Is he... Once again, is he playing a game here? Is he going to come back and, right. like, quote, the Democrats shut Congress down so they get smoked in the midterms? What's going on? This is politics. He's So far, he's out-democrated the Democrats up until this point. Well, did they just out-democrat him? We don't want that. We want we want some conservatism. We want the stuff he campaigned on, campaigned on. We want what we saw for the last 13, 14 months. We want the, less spending. We want more job growth. We want tax cuts. We want those... Those peanuts, or what, is it, what do they call them? Crumbs. crumbs. Now we know why Nancy Pelosi called it crumbs, because look at all the money they got in this porculous package. Oh, and their expense accounts. I mean, we yeah. talked about what they were making. It's so ridiculous. But we're going to find out. I mean, the great thing with Trump, we're going to find out in about five months. And I know no one's happy with this, believe me. We hate it. We hate the fact I wish Trump would have vetoed it. But in the end, you probably get the same damn deal. That's the problem with our Congress right now. And we have a midterm election coming in November. Maybe that's what Trump's setting it up for. Only time is going to tell. Don't go anywhere. Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888 Tom, all of you guys, big, rich, great calls. Keep going. The cartel rolls on. The Conservative Cartel. With Matt Locke and Chris Axe on the Blaze Radio Network. Cartel on the Blaze Radio Network. Now, here's Matt Locke and Chris Axe. Welcome back to the Conservative Cartel. I am Chris Axe, along with Matt Locke. We are live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. Literally, both of us are live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. Yes. We've got the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline wide open if you want to get in. We've had a lot of great calls this morning. A lot of you are very upset about that. We haven't found anyone that's a fan of that omnibus bill just yet. 
As they shouldn't be. No, as, as none of them should. Oh, well, the Democrats, but they're not listening to this program. They should be. 888-900-3393 is the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. 888-900-3393 if you want to join us. Uh, we were covering a lot of stuff, and I, I mean, at some point we got to hit some of this other stuff. Because <laughs> yeah. we can talk about this omnibus oh. bill for the next 1.3 trillion seconds. Yes, and, and we wouldn't cover any of it. We're going to find out new stuff all the time. Yeah, so in this segment, what I wanted to do, we talked about John Bolton in the last segment. I want to touch on this, and this is something we hadn't really prepared for, but I was watching on the news earlier during the break. you got kids who are going to be out marching for gun control today. All these high school kids are marching on Washington. They're going to be marching right over here in Dallas-Fort Worth. Yeah. So supposedly around different estimates of how many are going to show up. But we know they've been funded by some of these leftist organizations. No. Using these children as pawns for their leftist ideology. Well, they got to get them out of the Tide Pods first. Well, there is that. They're... <laughs> You just scooped me. Uh, <laughs> what was it? Uh, George Clooney. Did you see what he said? Yeah, he He's, wrote the letter. That was so nice of George. It was nice of him. He said he was so proud of uh, the of the kids. They're making a proud of America again. Yeah. And I told George, I was like, you know what, George? You know what? I, I stereotype. It's faster. I don't take advice from Tide Pod Eaters. Yeah. It's just, and that's a line from his movie, by the way. Well, he doesn't remember because he's only paid to just do the movie, then be done. He reads the line. So, That's so, right. so he once again, unlike Michelle Obama, for the first time in her adult life, yeah. she's proud of the country when her husband was elected president. The first time in his adult life, he's proud these kids are walking out protesting gun control. I wonder if George Clooney wants gun control for his bodyguards. Well, you know, that's a great question. Or when they do the Academy Awards and they build fences and 500 you know, guards with AKs running around. I mean, you know, the hypocrisy on the left is crazy. And, and George Clooney can go eat a brick. I mean, I could care less about yeah, Look, we all have opinions just like we got buttholes, and, and that's all there is to it. I mean, here we go. It's George Clooney. I will listen to you the day you stop using guns to protect yourself. I'm, I'm all for it at that point. I, I, I'm all for it. If you want to lead by example and you want to start taking these illegals into your palatial mansion out there in California and getting rid of your guns, I'm all for it. Remember when he moved to Europe and was over there, but then he had kids, and because of all the refugee situation, he had to move back to America because it's safer here? Oh, it wasn't safe over there? But it, he builds bridges, not walls. Right. I mean, it, Wait a minute. you're he's supposed to, yeah. He's built a lot of walls around his house. Yeah, they all build walls around uh, their house. I we're mean, leading up, and we're going to get into this story, and that's the reason why I brought this up, is the superintendent of, uh, was it Schuylkill County, Pennsylvania's Blue Mountain School District, says his students avail themselves of rocks which to defend against mass shooters we're going to go to the phones first we're going to get to that because this story is, is as full of retard as you're, you're ever going to get uh once again the black rifle coffee hotline is open triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three let's go out to karen who is in pennsylvania karen thanks for holding welcome to the conservative cartel hi enjoy your show you guys you. do a great job Thank you. but i was com gonna comment about the so-called budget, we have to remember that it's not a budget. It's just a temporary spending bill. Absolutely. You know, it. it he, he told him, he told him, he sat right out there and said, you know, guys, I'm not going to do this again. You better get to work. Well, yeah, no. he did. <laughs> You're right. It yeah. is. Yeah, we were uh, one of the callers, and I don't remember which one said it was a budget. This is definitely not a budget. It is a spending bill. Is all yeah. it is. And we will find out what sort of discretion that the president has in that spending bill. 
uh, coming up here within the next week or so. Is Boy, we, we sure hope because this is the the question that it's on everybody's mind and everybody's asked about it. And Karen, you're not wrong there in Pennsylvania. Thank you for your call. Thank you so much. I, I mean, it is. And we're trying to look. We, we love your calls. Keep calling in the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888-900-3393. We're going to try to get away from this omnibus thing. We've spent almost two hours on it. Uh, you know, it's the big deal. But, Chris. We'll keep touching on it. We, but we we're will. Gonna Just, we're going to hit some other things because there's so much more going on. The idiocy, I, uh, yeah, the idiocy of the Speaking left. Speaking of Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, the idiocy of the left is showing when you have superintendents of Pennsylvania's Blue Mountain School District saying, look, guys, we, we, we don't want our teachers armed, but we are going to put a bucket of rocks in the room. Uh, I have to hold my thoughts because I'm, I'm going to make a comment later. But this is when I talk about UFO retard, this is as full retard as you can get. WNEP reports that Superintendent David Helsel told the Pennsylvania House Education Committee every classroom has been equipped with a five-gallon bucket of river stone. And if an armed intruder attempts to gain entrance into any of our classrooms, they will face a classroom full of students armed with rocks, and they will be stoned. At least it's river stone. I mean, that's the good skipping rocks. You know, when you were a kid and you went down to the creek, you could skip the river rocks. I mean, at least it's not just an ordinary rock. What do you got against rocks? He came up with the idea. He said, at one time, I just had the idea of river stone. They're just the right size for hands, and you can throw them very hard, and they will create or cause pain, which can distract if I could cuss on air right now, I would. <laughs> what in the world is this guy thinking? I've got, look, I've got this device that throws rocks at 1,523 feet per second. Wow, that's a good rock thrower. It's a great rock thrower. Man. And it's got eight rocks in the magazine. Wow. It's amazing. And, and you know what? It'll distract somebody. Yeah, that would be highly distracting. But, you know, you're going to throw a rock at somebody with a gun? Here, here's my thought, too. Oh, my God. What are we how, how long is it going to take before they have to remove these buckets of rocks in the classroom because kids are pelting each other with them? How about if they start eating them? <laughs> well, they got it. you're going to have to wait till the Tide Pod craze is over for that. But the reality is, how long is it going to be before one of these kids gets, they're going to go to recess or whatever, and kids are going to start getting pelted in the heads with rocks from each other, and then they're like, well, we're going to have to, we need rock control. Hey, they're going to paint those rocks, but they'll be pretty when they fly at that guy. Yeah, they, yeah, because that'll be an art class deal then. I mean, we're going to get all this stuff. A, bu a five-gallon bucket of river rocks. So this is what disturbs me about the left is this is still their solution, despite the fact that we saw an incident in Maryland earlier this week where a madman shows up at a school. By the way, he was 17. He couldn't legally own a gun. Oh, no, he broke the law. He broke the law, which is weird when you're murdering people with guns. Crazy, isn't it? It's odd. Is so, it murder against the law? Well, I think it is. Okay. We'll have to double check on that. Maybe we'll get an expert. So, But this 17-year-old showed up at school in Maryland, shot two people, and before he could shoot anyone else or whatever happened, he was confronted with a guy who had one of those rock throwers like what you're talking about, Matt. Yeah, and he stopped. He was a school resource officer, and he stopped it. It distracted him, Chris. It distracted him permanently. <laughs> he was so distracted, he's never going to be distracted by another thing again, which is it's a terrible situation, but nonetheless, that's... A, so here's my question. Guy comes in with, say, an AR, a pistol, 
some other illegal weapon they're going to go to commit illegal murder with at a place you're not legally allowed to carry guns. They're going to show in how many people is he going to shoot before you pelt him with enough stones? Or as he said, he's going to get stoned. I think Mr. Helsel might have gotten stoned before he came up with his idea. Wow, we are all over the stones today. If we had a little Rolling Stones, we'd be really good. No kidding. But listen to this. This is amazing to me because this Helsel... Oh, God, I'm so, this David Helsel, he says, look, at one time, I just had that idea, like you said, but he stressed that doors had been reinforced, making them difficult to break through, and students have also been trained in barricading those doors to make breaching them even more difficult. But if they do breach that door, they're going to be armed with rocks in the event the shooter does get through. Okay, because, look, an unidentified, it's always an anonymous source in these always, articles, always. from Blue Mountain School District senior, so it's a kid that goes to school there, so now we're we're listening to children again, Yeah, indicated he likes the plan, saying it matters because it will help protect the schools. Anything helps. Rocks are better than books and pencils. <laughs> Not unless you're the eraser. Then you can kill somebody with your with your number two pencil. Oh, that's true. I mean, you jam and, it right in their eye or something. And I think before we go to this break, we need to do it how I really came up with the idea. It was like... At one time, I was thinking of Riverstone, dude. I was like, we could put rocks in the school. It was not everything, bro. Yeah. Now give me some Doritos. Can you pass me some of those nachos, bro? <laughs> I mean, seriously, are you this retarded? It's all right. Let's let's take another break because I can't handle this anymore. My lord, you maybe we ought to go back to the omnibus. Yeah. I didn't know. We're Mr. Helsel. God bless you. I hope someone with a gun is protecting your children. That's all I got to say. Don't go away. You're listening to the Conservative Cartel. The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open. 888 900 right back. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe. On the Blaze Radio Network. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe. Well, we're turning our attention from rocks in the classroom to clear backpacks. I know you're never (laughs) going to believe this story, but you know what? These little petunias are offended that they won't look as good with their clear backpacks. Welcome back to the Conservative Cartel. We're almost done with hour two. This is crazy. Alongside of Chris Axe, I am Matt Locke. We're both in the Nine Line Apparel Studios as we are live on the Blaze Radio Network. We've had a lot of great calls. If you want to be part of the program, you still got time. The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open, 888-900-3393. Now, they're marching in D.C., these these little... And little, everywhere else now, apparently. Yeah, they're in Texas Dallas and Houston. And and these and... little violets, petunias, these little wilting flowers here. The, you know, the little snowflakes. Thank you. Oh, are marching know. for gun control and they're they want to be safe and you know they're they're worried about mass school shootings and gun-free zones but anti-gun parkland high school student david hogg 
He's angry. He well, he's the face of this movement. Oh, they, they've grabbed this the kid. figurehead. He is the he's an he wanted to be an activist. He now is an activist. He's the one that goes on CNN and MSNBC and ABC and CBS. They show his face everywhere. He's the one saying, "Listen," and he's making very inflammatory statements. I don't give a damn what you think. We're going to do this, and he's saying other things that are we're going to make this happen. Right. Our our generation is going to do our it. Our generation is going to show up to vote as soon as we get away from the PlayStation. Netflix, whatever we're doing on them, go because we don't have a clue what's going on in politics. Like Chris said, most 18-year-old kids, uh, I'd rather they not vote because they don't have a clue what's going on. They haven't paid any attention. They haven't done any research. Referring to the last segment, they're worrying more about stones. Kids stone. Yeah, they are. So David Hawk, he's angry. He's angry that his backpack rights are being infringed on. What? The left-wing Axios sat down for a conversation with David Hogg, the gun control crusader, the anti-gun media has made the most visible since a gunman massacred 17 people at his former high school. Former high school? Isn't he still in school? Well, I don't think he went back. He's not going back well, into gun control. Oh, that's or right. That's right. That's right. So according to Axios, Hogg is upset with some of the new security protocols that Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School is putting into place. Now, students will be required to use clear, see-through backpacks. The whole the humanity. I mean, it's crazy, isn't it? I mean, oh, my God, that is infringing upon their rights. I mean, now they're not going to be able to coordinate their backpacks with, okay. with their clothing. I mean, what it's not these, cool anymore. What are these kids going to do? I mean, he's very upset by this. How dare they infringe upon his right to have whatever color backpack he wants? What? They infringe upon his right? How dare anyone think they could tell this kid what kind of backpack he has a right to carry to school or wherever else he wants to go? What? I'm confused here because... This is the very march that they're saying there shouldn't be any guns in anybody's hands. Wait, hold on, hold on. So what you're saying is we need government to step in and take over. We need more government to solve this problem, and then more government steps in. But now I'm mad because more government means I'm not getting what I want? Well, I don't know. We talked about this before the program. Are these young children getting any government classes? Because the answer to your problem isn't more government. The only government classes they're getting these days is probably provided by a curriculum designed by Bernie Sanders. And that's the sad part is if this kid would take a break long enough from eating Tide Pods and study a little civics maybe, understand the Constitution, he might have a different perspective. But he, And I hate beating up on this 17-year-old kid. Okay, well, was, he is a kid, though. That's the problem, Chris. He doesn't know what he's talking about. And the irony of all of this is he is running around the country calling for further restrictions on America's Second Amendment civil rights. And it's not even that he's doing it. Somebody is paying for him to do it. Right. He's being propped up by other people using him as a pawn, and he's the face because they know when someone like you or me say anything about a 17-year-old kid, we come off like monsters. I don't have a problem with David Hogg. He can have any opinion that he wants. He can be an activist. He's still a dumbass 17-year-old kid because all 17-year-old kids are dumbasses. (laughs) I think at this point, that is putting it mildly. And and at this point, I sympathize with the kid. Because like you said, he wants his 15 minutes of fame. And he's now gotten it. He's gotten his 15 minutes, and now he's over that limit. So now the shelf life on him, like nuclear fission you know, material, is starting to die. So they're looking for new things. And, And all he's doing is he's being a child. He's being a child. Oh, my God. Clear backpacks. That's so going to slow my roll. 
I mean, this is why kids think about. But yet he's being manipulated by a a media that is using him to propagate their arguments, and he doesn't even realize it. And we saw the story earlier this week. There are leftist groups that are funding this. They're funding these marches. They're doing this. They are using these kids as props to do something that is terrible, to add more gun control to an area that has been proven. gun Gun-free zones don't work. We know this. So what they're doing is they're using these kids. Now, here's the thing. I'm all for kids marching and having their voices heard, and we should absolutely listen to them within the context in which it is. This kid was involved. He was part of a, a school that got shot up by some murderous monster breaking the law. I understand him being scared. I understand him being upset. As Matt just said, he's a kid. Let him be a kid. Do not put him on CNN as some kind of authority on gun control in this country because he's not. not. His generation is a bunch of Tide Pod eaters, okay? That's great. Y'all go eat your Tide Pods and allow the adults to be in charge. What a concept. Well, the amazing thing is when you look at this argument on its face, this is what children do. They don't think. They, 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 they react emotionally. You're, you, I mean, experience. you're in the middle of, of trying to become an adult. I mean, we've all been 16, 17, 18 years old. Your hormones are flying. You're trying to figure out what your life is. You're, you're worried about where you're going to go to college or what you're going to do for a living or to be an adult. You're going to try to – I mean, these kids are thinking, my God, I probably need to move out of my, my parents' basement at some point. Hopefully you're thinking that if, you, if you're well-adjusted in that. But rationally – there, look, nobody wants – it was a horrible tragedy what happened at the park, Parkland, Florida. Yeah, horrible. Absolutely. 17 people lost their lives. It, it wasn't the gun's fault. It, it could have been a knife. It could have been a baseball bat. It could have been a car. And for all of you haters out there, well, you can't kill so many people if you don't have so many bullets. Yeah, you can't. How about a bomb? We just watched as, you know, Austin was under siege for three straight weeks where this crazy kid, 24 years old, is out there placing bombs he learned how to make on the Internet. Well, and, and the saddest thing, and I don't like to give ideas but because I, I know the vast majority of those listening are okay, but you mentioned a car. What if, say, this killer who shot up Parkland decided to wait till 3.30 or whatever time school lets out, yeah. and you have thousands of kids, and he jumps in, say, a Hummer or a big vehicle and pulls a niece. Remember what happened in Nice, France? Oh, and goes right down the road. He could have killed a hell of a lot more people. We're going to be screaming for, for car control now? No. Well, and he could have the same thing, too, and I think you'll remember somebody pulled the fire alarm at, at, yeah. at that high school, so everybody was outside. What better way to jump in a car and then run them all down in the courtyard? Mm -hmm. I mean, there are ways they could have done this without the gun. It's not the gun's fault, but we have 17-year-old kids that CNN are trying to tell you are the authority of how you should think. Yeah. And once again, not one of these proposed laws they have gone through that these kids are marching for would have stopped, would have had any effect on this because everything the person did was illegal. That's the part. And, and and the other thing is, the saddest part is we saw that other shooting we mentioned in the last segment happen where you had an armed resource officer, unlike what happened in Parkland, Florida, where they stayed outside. A guy confronted the shooter in less than 60 seconds and nullified that threat. And you know what the amazing thing is? The guy's a hero, for one. Yeah. I mean, the guy is an absolute hero. I don't have his name right in front of me. We talked about it this last week. But he should be the one who is all over the news have you heard anything about that story where he stopped that young man? And by the way, we did we talked to Sheriff David Clark on our, our weekday show yesterday. And the young lady, that Jaylen uh, Willie, she did die. They yeah, took her off away. life support yesterday. Terrible She's story. 16 years old. Terrible. And the terrible thing about that whole story, Chris, is the young man who shot her was her former boyfriend.
Yeah, it's a domestic situation. It's a domestic it's situation. He got a hold of dad's gun, went to the school and used it, and guess what happened? A security resource officer put him down. So he, How many more people could he have killed? He illegally obtained a gun, illegally. He went to a school, a place where it's illegal to have a gun, and then he murdered his ex-girlfriend or whatever, illegally murdering someone. Once again, passing laws is not going to stop that. Now, we understand we get laws. You try to do your best you can to protect these children. The reality is, in my opinion, tells me that if you're looking at schools, if these kids know, because in his brain, he's still probably thinking about that parking thing. Well, I can go in and take care of whatever I got to do. If they think if they walk in the door and they're going to get shot as soon as they walk in when they pull that gun out, that kind of changes the narrative a bit, don't you think? It changes it a whole bit. But look, don't go anywhere. We're going to get off this. We've got YouTube in the news. We've got Citigroup. We've got Dicks. We've got gun control. We're going to continue to talk about that because it's in the news. Stick around. You don't want to go anywhere. Chris X, Matlock, the conservative cartel rolls on. Hour three coming up next. This is the conservative cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe on the Blaze Radio Network. You're in the marketplace of liberty. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, here we are, hour three of the conservative cartel. We saved the best hour for last as we are live. Chris X and myself, Matt Locke, from the Nine Line Apparel Studios here on the Blaze Radio Network. If you want to be part of the discussion, Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open, 888-900-3393. Now, if you do me a huge favor, head over to theconservativecartel.com, become a VIP, which is the pop-up box but once you do that if you see this little sign behind me if you're on the radio we'll get to this in a minute but if you're on facebook the cartel or the liberty eagle page there's a hidden link on our website And if you go find that you're going to get some cartel goodies now if you're listening on the blaze radio network we have a little sign behind us that tells you to go to the website and look for little goodies so head over to the conservative and you will find a little link somewhere you're going to have to search. But for right now, what do we got going on this hour, Ron Phillips? Hey, this hour of the Conservative Cartel is brought to you by Clay Clips. Attach your clay pigeons directly to your target board. Clay targets are no longer just for shotguns. Clip it, break it, reload it. Clayclips.com. I what? thought his name was Sexual Chocolate, by the way. It is, sexual it, it chocolate. is Sexual okay, Chocolate. Just got to make sure. It's but, you know, what a, what a great hour sponsor in clay clips and shotguns because we're going to talk about YouTube. Hey, before we do, I want to clarify something, too. If you go to our website, theconservativecartel.com, you do not have to be a VIP member to find that little hidden no. free stuff. You find the little hidden thing. You don't have to be a VIP member. If you want to be a VIP member, it's cool. Well, that's all, where you get all, all the good all stuff. All the cool kids are doing it, by the way. <laughs> yeah. But YouTube, we're, you know, we're, we're going to talk guns in hour three because, of course, we got to throw rocks in schools in Pennsylvania. Yeah. And I saw some very interesting uh, uh, comments on the Liberty Eagle Facebook page. I think it was. I don't think it was the cartel Facebook page. But what, a be- what better way to put kids all in the group around a bucket of rocks when a shooter comes in? Yeah. 
It's like b- fish, barrel, shoot. Yeah, uh, never uh, mind. I mean, you know, let's not arm our teachers. Let's not protect our children. Let's put a five-gallon bucket of rocks. But YouTube, who, by the way, is owned by Google or Alphabet, who doesn't like conservatives, well, they've introduced tighter restrictions on videos involving weapons becoming the latest battleground in the U.S. gun control debate. Now, YouTube, Chris, will ban videos that promote or link to websites selling firearms and accessories, including bump stocks, which allow a semi-automatic rifle to fire faster. Now, additionally, YouTube said it will prohibit videos with instructions on how to assemble said firearms. The video site owned by Alphabet Incorporated is on is Google YouTube has faced intense criticism for hosting videos about guns, bombs, and other deadly weapons because we saw the bombing in Austin. The guy learned how to build bombs probably from YouTube. Yeah, then you went online and learned how to do it. Uh, and it's interesting because you're right. YouTube is now Google, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. All of these these beasts are now in the process of shadow banning. You've heard that term before. They shadow banned Matt. Uh, they've shadow banned a lot of conservatives. Yeah, I'm but, a Russian bot, by the way. Yeah, well. You don't see me. I'm not really here. Hold on. I, I'm a bot. I, was, I thought I was touching him, but it turns out he's just a bot. He's touching me a lot today. It's well, kind of weird. But anyway, well, we're in the same studio. We are in the same studio. Man, so I just I can't help myself. You're just that sexy, Matt. Sorry. I'm not sexual chocolate. He is not sexual chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> but God, he's on the other oh, side of the window. He's on the other side of the glass. He can't get in here and get us. But, you know, we, we've got these lefty organizations, liberal outfits here that want to dictate to you and I our unalienable rights. Well, and, and I was, that's what I was going to make on when we we're talking about Google. That's not the only thing they're banning. Now, Google, there's a thing called a Google bomb. Have you ever heard of that, Matt? No, I've never heard of a Google okay. bomb. It, during the Bush administration, if you typed in the biggest failure in history, you know what came out? Whitehouse.gov. Okay, Google does that. They did it to slam the Bush administration, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, there's certain different things they would do. Uh, there, there's that kind of stuff. Now you've got uh, groups like the RemembranceProject.org. If you, ty- if you type in the Remembrance Project in Google, it's not going to get you to their website. They have banned them. Yep. It's a shadow ban. Yep. They've done this, like I said, uh, Facebook and Twitter does their versions of it. And then now they're doing it with instructional gun videos. Not only do they not want you to know about these, quote, things, they don't want you to know anything about them. So they're going to go through there and ban the things they deem, whatever, offensive. They're cra- this is, you talk about 1984. Oh, you talk about. It's a great book, by the way, if you haven't read it. Yeah, or Animal Farm, or you start going and looking at this. This is when you're talking. Now, this isn't government stepping in, but in the vernacular, hey, Google it. They're the biggest search engine out there. They're the equivalent to what the public utilities were 30 years ago in this country. When people say, I want to know about a company, I want to know about this. Well, I'm going to go to Google and and find out more about it. So if you go to YouTube and now try to watch a video about guns, it's going to be blocked. They're getting in the business. This is modern-day book burning is all this is. Oh, it is, and it's on the digital platform because we've talked about this a lot. And Think about this, Chris. Google is the number one search engine. Yeah, YouTube is number two. There you They're go. They're owned by the same people. Now, and I think it's funny because what is the left asking for? The left is saying, look, we can't arm our teachers because they don't have the right training. Yeah. But yet you can go to YouTube and you can you can get videos on how to handle firearms, 
on, on what they do, how they work, how they're put together. You could. Don't you think the left would want people to know how guns work and how they can be used so they can be better educated? You would think, but they don't. Because the reason why is they're scared of them or they're trying to push their, their leftist totalitarian agenda. Is that not totalitarian in a nutshell? We will determine what you think you should be entitled to look at. Well, and that brings us to the argument that we've got to get into, Chris. Is Google, is Twitter, is Facebook, is Snapchat, Instagram, YouTube, are those entities, and I'm going to say this, should they be regulated like uh, the electric companies? Yeah, public utilities. Public utilities, because people use them. Is that part of the vernacular that we should get into today? And I, I mean, look, I don't. I do not condone for any government overreach. I don't condone for government to do anything because when government gets involved, it normally isn't as good as the private sector. But we've got – we talked about this earlier this week. We've got Cambridge Analytica. Yeah. We've got Spectre. We've got all this data mining that happened with Facebook. We, we've got all this information that, you know, these people on Facebook, they go on there and they, 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 they use their personal diary. They put their lives happening on Facebook, and then they wonder why all that stuff gets in the hands of these these idiot lefty companies. Well, you know, it's it's interesting because you're right. We, they loved it, all that data mining during when Barack Obama did it, and it helped him get elected. They had no problem with that then. In fact, they all bragged about how awesome it was, and then Donald Trump does the same thing. And guess what? Now there's a problem, and we need to regulate this. Once again, now there's guns on the Internet. We need to regulate this. We're going to regulate Google. We're going to regulate. Now, we're talking about governmental regulation. Should they get in and do this, or should this be the Wild West? Well, it turns out, well, when it comes to regulation, oh, they'll regulate it the way they see fit. Should they be forced to be a little more neutral, net neutrality? Well, They were all for that, weren't they? And it's such a slippery slope because you and I know we're, we're free market guys. Yeah. Google is owned by Alphabet. You don't have to use them. Exactly. They are a private company. They can do what they want to do. But you know what people are doing? And this is a little side note here as we end this first segment. I was going to say, well, how can you go watch gun videos now if it's not on YouTube anymore? Well, you got to go to Pornhub. Oh, Pornhub. Porn. Hub. I mean, you can't. The society that we now live in, you have to go to a pornographic site to see how guns are put together, and literally, they are doing it. I have a story here in front of me. Wait, I hold pit- on. I'm looking it up. Hold on. Wait. Oh no, that's Stormy Daniels. Look, <laughs> look for the guns. I promise, I'm looking for guns. <laughs> so, in range TV, which has about 144,000 subscribers on YouTube, has chosen to publish their videos on an adult website called Porn. Hub, Bloomberg reported. A search on that site yields five videos currently uploaded by InRange TV. Visitors can watch a video where hosts compare a Glock 19 to a Hudson H9 just that appears on YouTube. And if you if you got a little leisure time, you can check out Stormy Look Daniels. Look at the size or, of that gun. There it is. I mean, that thing's huge. <sighs> huge, believe me. And that's well, not the Stormy Daniels video. Where have we, as society, we have so devolved. I mean, we this have This is liter- where we're at? This is where we're at. They have to, once again, I, I'm assuming whoever, the, the gun video people, probably are doing this for a reason. Yeah, they're making a statement. Or yeah. they're, are, are they making a case of, look, guys, here we are. It, it's supposed to be a free country with the ability to have free choice. Yeah. Not that Pornhub is not a, I mean, that's probably the biggest pornography site out there. Stormy just made a statement. Oh, did she? I can't really see what she's saying. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> 
No, it's it. This show, once again, when I say full retard, I quote oh. the movie Tropic Thunder on a showly basis. Okay, I just made that term oh, up. Showly, yeah, yeah, because he was so right. You never go full retard. As a country, we've gone full retard. Okay, and it's not getting any less full retard. Let's take a very short break. I, I don't know if we want to even open the phones for this, but the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open if you want to get in. 888 I'm Chris Axe. That's Matt Locke. And you are listening to the Conservative Cartel. We're off the rails. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe on the Blaze Radio Network. Conservative Cartel. Now, here's Matt Locke and Chris Axe. Well, we still are on the rails, believe it or not. Barely. Welcome back to the Conservative Cartel. I am Chris Axe, along with Matt Locke. We're here in the Nine Line Apparel Studios. We are taking your calls if you want to join us. 888-900-3393. I don't know if you want to comment on the last article we were covering, but nonetheless, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open. 888-900-3393. Well, we were just commenting on the, the shadow banning and what's going on with, we saw that with Twitter, and now their Facebook is, they're gotten caught with their little algorithms as well. Right. You've got Google, you've got YouTube, they're all in the business of promoting only what they want to promote. It is their products, but nonetheless, they've stepped in now and they're silencing gun videos instructional gun videos you can no longer go watch them on youtube they've determined that is did they say why they just don't like them well they want gun control i mean you, you and i both know why now so I wonder mean, if they lied about it pro- maybe but you know look it's their platform they own it we can sit here and we can talk about it and, and i'm seeing comments here why don't we as patriots come up with another outlet the free market will do that. I mean, eventually yeah. someone is going to come up with an alternative. The problem is we saw it with, uh, I think it was Gab. Gab started, they're, they're the alternative to Twitter. Is that okay. And Gab's bringing in like $1 or $2 million a month. I mean, they're getting oh, donations wow. because of the way Twitter is. Google shut down their URL. Really? Because where do you go get your website hosting? So Gab was a competitor to Twitter. Gab came out and did all this stuff and was collecting money. And then all of a sudden they get a message. Well, this URL that you're on, your your web address, uh, it's going to be gone in five days. We're not hosting you anymore. So did they just go find another host or what did they do? They went and found another host, which they had to. But that's the world we live in. So who runs the internet? The internet over the cyber overlords we like to call. We talk them. about them every day. So in the end, and we watch this everywhere. I mean, Chad Prather, good friend of the show. Graham Allen with you know Nine Line Apparel. I mean, same thing. You're they've made their success on this social media. Yeah, they they've gotten millions of followers. People love them. They've got great personalities. They do great stuff for the conservative cause. But you know. Uh, they go to other platforms like they go to other platforms and then people are like oh you sell out oh you because you can't look all of us in conservatism we love getting the word out there and of course you can listen to the the blaze free on yeah. the blaze radio app you can go to our conservative cartel facebook page which is free for now and i'm telling you chris and i talk about this all the time producer ron we get hammered 
by the Facebook algorithm. Yeah. We, we just do. We used to get a lot more people who would listen or watch this page. And, and Facebook just came in and said, look, we're going to shut your message down. And we know that. We yeah. use it because it's free. We use it, it yeah. right, because it can get to you. And we hope that you spread that message. But in the end, hopefully somewhere down the road, the free market will work its way out and find something. Well, I think it will because there's a couple of things going on here. One is there's a reason why Facebook started going in and ratcheting down those algorithms. What happened is a bunch of conservatives jumped onto Facebook and were using it. Yep. Same sort of thing happened with Twitter, but much more to the degree with the Facebook because the demographic's a little older and more people were going on Facebook. So they went, okay, we got to ratchet this down. So they were shadow banning, ratcheting down the algorithm so you don't get exposed. The reality is, is what Matt just said, all of these social media things that they're all on a limited time scheme is it five years 50 years 100 who knows oh well myspace you said it the other day you used i never had a myspace account but you used that because you you're a musician i'm still on myspace yes are, are you really still on there no i'm not i mean is it even <laughs> is it even around it actually it is i did a myspace for uh, uh the one of the i recorded an album and, and the other guy we did a little myspace page for the band and put it on there it's still there but i don't think it plays the music now but myspace is still there i actually went there a few months ago and looked i haven't been to myspace but there's like two years. people there and you were one of the two. I was the one. It was actually just one. It was, oh, it was just didn't, you. Uh, didn't Justin Timberlake buy that? He and, did. And start it back up? Yeah. He, oh, is it started back up now? Well, well yeah, well, that was a couple of years back. Oh, okay. It, it was a few years back. He did. He But he stepped in and was a major shareholder or whatever, bought a majority of their portion, and then it looked like I think it's still just sort of. Once again, it died off. Well, it did. It went, like you said, it went away. There is a there is a shelf life, and we're starting to see now with Facebook. I read an article the other day. 24% of millennials are now leaving Facebook because they're bored with it. Oh, remember America Online? Remember that? Yeah. Remember the earlier explorers and the, the different versions? You've got those. Once again, things evolve, and as they do, and, I, and you're absolutely right, at some point, Facebook will still work for whomever, but it won't be nearly as popular as it is now. We've seen that happening, the decline of Twitter. Look yeah. what's happened with Twitter. Well, so. in, in Twitter, if you, if you understand anything about Twitter, it, it's been taken over by People who are really not real. No, oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, you can go Russian in and bots. You, yeah, you can go in and well, not even just Russian bots, <laughs> but you can go in and in you have people who have started accounts that don't monitor them. They're they're not real people. Their companies, whatever. But you can go in and do a search of your Twitter account. Like I have like fifty five thousand followers on Twitter somewhere in that neighborhood. I think about ten thousand of them probably aren't even real people. Yeah. They're just people who have followed me one reason or another or counts or, yeah. you know, and, and whenever I post something that's derogatory, I'll always get trolled yeah. by these accounts. And if you go look at them, they'll have two followers. And you're like, oh, are you okay. even real? So, I mean, social media is what it is and, and it's free. So you can't complain too much about it, yeah. but they can set up their algorithms. They can set up their programming. They can set up their software to go after people like us, to silence our voices. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned the Twitter thing because we found out uh, in years past the Obama administration, Barack Obama, also Hillary Clinton, had hundreds of thousands of these fake followers. Yeah. And we don't know who's making those accounts. Anyone can go on. What do you need, just an email address? That's all you need is an email address. So they make an email and, and address. And a username. Yeah, so they go and do this and create an account, follow somebody. Now you got additional follower. Well, in, fact, in, in the crazy thing I've been trying to do, I mean, here's the thing that producer not producer on I've been fighting with. We've been trying to get verified. No, oh, okay. I mean, I'm, you've been touching me the whole program. Yeah, you're verified. I, I'm verifiable. I verified. I mean, we, we do a program six days a week. Yeah. You know, we're all over the country with a radio program. Twitter won't verify us because we're the conservative cartel. If you, you, you pop a Tide Pod in your mouth, start chewing on it, you'd get verified in a week. Well, what happened with David Hogg? 
Is he verified? He's verified. Wow. On, on Twitter. Boom. Done. You know, it's like this is the deal. These people are going to control their platforms. And, and I, I like the point you just made. It is their platform. As yep. long as you keep that in mind, people talk about like Facebook and Twitter and Google or whatever. It's their product. When you go sign up for a Gmail account or you sign up for Facebook or Twitter or whatever, any of these social media things are Instagram or Snapchat or whatever, you have to agree to their rules. And when you yeah. do, their rules basically say in a nutshell very quickly, hey, listen, we'll let you use our stuff, but we're in complete control and we can ban, stop, silence. We can do whatever we want to you at any time for any reason. Once again, therefore, equality, some animals are more equal than others. Hey, speaking of control here, as we continue through this third hour, we talked about an article, I think it was Thursday, maybe yesterday. Citigroup, the yeah. fourth largest bank in the United States, has announced it will no longer do business with clients that do not meet their progressive rules. Dun, dun, dun. Under, Social engineering. Under this new policy... We will require, and this is Citibank, new retail sector clients or partners to adhere to these best practices. One, they don't sell firearms to someone who hasn't passed a background check. Two, they restrict the sale of firearms for individuals under 21 years of age. And three, they don't sell bump stocks or high-capacity magazines. This policy will apply across the firm, including to small business, commercial, and institutional clients, as well as credit card partners, whether co-brand or private label. Who do they, they who do they think they are? A bunch of dicks sporting goods? <laughs> I mean, that's my question because we saw what happened. Dicks did the same sort of thing, except they jumped in and were like, "Oh no, we're we're not going to be selling those," even though they hadn't been selling them for years, and it hurt them in the pocketbook. They're getting injured. Well, what's going to happen with this? You're exactly right. We talked about this, I think, on yesterday's show, and there's always an equal and opposite reaction to what you do. Now, the left, they're the justice warriors. They're the Absolutely. social justice warriors. They're out there saying, "Look, guns are bad. We're going to save you from yourself." We're going to tell you how to live, Gov, uh, Mayor de Blasio in New York with your 16 ounces of soda because you're too fat and sugar's bad for you. But they're going to be the social justice warriors, and they're going to tell you what you can and can't do, even though it's legal right now, except for in Florida that I know of, to buy a long rifle at 18 years of age. Dick Sporting Goods is telling you you can't. What happened, Chris? People stopped shopping there because you know what? You have unalienable rights that don't come from the government. They're endowed to you by your creator, and you have the ability to protect your life, your liberty, and your property. It's in the Constitution. So when these companies start making these decisions, there are, there are consequences to what happens. No, you're absolutely right. That equal opposite reaction is a universal principle. And, the, and you're right. They saw We saw what happened with dicks. They started getting hit with uh, people just, well, let me say, they're not getting hit with anything. People just stopped shopping there. Right. They just went, I'm going to go somewhere else. You know what? I, this is my right, and we have the right to spend our money where we want. And the reality is we will continue to do this, so it's hurting them. Citibank's jumping into fire. There's no reason other than them trying to push their progressive ideology, so they're going to do the same thing. How many other banks are out there going to go, we'll take your money? Well, of course they will. And look, you've got the right. It's their business again. We're talking about Google. We're talking about these social media platforms. You have the right to go somewhere else. 
Absolutely. It's the free market, and we see it with Dick's Sporting Goods. People have went elsewhere, and they're like, wait a minute, because this isn't the first time, Chris. Dick's did this in the past. They did this back when uh, Sandy Hook happened. Yeah. They, they went through it. I'm going to see it here, uh, well, right they, here. The Athletic Gear Company yeah. instituted a similar ban after the 2012 Sandy Hook shooting, but rescinded it a few months later by introducing assault weapons to its filled and stream stores. So once again, they're 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 playing this little game. And once again, I understand. Listen, if it's your company, you have unlike the left, uh, we agree. If you decide you don't want to, uh, you know, patronize or have people that patronize your business of that sort of ilk, we're fine with that. Right. Go somewhere else. Unlike the left, who if you're a bakery and you determine, listen, you know, it violates my Christian beliefs to have to bake you a gay cake, a gay wedding cake or whatever. They not only sued those people, forced them into submission and basically put them out of business. They went through it. We're going to force you to do business with us. That is total. So hold on. So this is where we are in our country now. If we don't like what you stand for, we won't do business with you. And if we don't like what you stand for, we will force you to do business with us. That is totalitarian, ladies and gentlemen. That's why we're talking about it. Man, I couldn't have said that any better. What a way to what a way to finish that segment. Look, much more to come. We're going to talk about some threatening congressmen. We've got some movies. We've got Joe Biden, front runner for the Democratic Party. I mean, much more to come. Stick around. Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888-900-3393. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris X on the Blaze Radio Network. You're listening to The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, we're talking about gun control. We're talking about Dick Sporting Goods, Citibank, YouTube, and all that stuff. But this story coming to you that I've got here, which is just crazy. A Virginia Beach man was charged Friday with threatening to murder his local congressman. According to court documents, Wallace Grove Godwin, 69, visited Taylor's office on Thursday and threatened to shoot him and two staffers at a Saturday event. The dispute arose, according to the district attorney's office, over a discussion about a marijuana policy. And we're going to get into that. Welcome back to the conservative cartel as we are live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios here on the Blaze Radio Network. Alongside of Chris X, I am Matt Locke. If you'd like to be part of the program, still got two segments. The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, which I've got in my cup right here, is open. Triple eight nine. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. See, I'm throwing you off I now. I almost forgot it. A little yeah. caffeine buzz, I think. I'm on yeah. about cup number four in three hours here. I take responsibility for that one. I have trouble all morning with it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Now, Chris. By, by the way, while you were doing that, I was busy watching gun videos again. On Pornhub. Yeah, Pornhub. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. I mean, somebody's got to watch that thing. Only like 8 billion people go there. There's a Stormy Daniels video. Look at the size of those guns. (laughs) Sorry. So we're talking gun control. We're we're talking about this stuff. And we found out, Chris, I think there was a story last week that we're finding out with this whole omnibus bill, which we talked about all of the first hour and a half of this program. Yeah. Um, If you are a, if you hold a card to have licensed marijuana, to have medical marijuana, you're not going to be able to buy a gun. 
this guy's ticked. He's 69 years old. He's obviously smoking a little doobie, and now he wants to shoot his congressman. Well, I wonder if he's going to take a bucket of stones with him and try to throw them at him. No, you're right. This is and this is something we talked a little bit about before. You've got people that they want to be able to go get their their doobage and get high, but they also want to be able to carry a gun. Right. That could be a dangerous combination. Yes. And look, I'm all for you owning a gun. That's your right and everything else. But I'm also all for you having your facilities about using that gun because what you I, I don't think we fail to understand it. But a gun is very dangerous well, if, it, if in the wrong hands. And we've seen it with mass shootings. And yeah. now we've got this guy who literally says, look, I'm going to get my shotgun and do something about this. And yeah. I will just handle this myself, he says. He then pointed to the two staffers in the room and said, you two are next. You have to take that on face value. Yeah, I'm going to say uh, there's another thing, too. One of the side effects of smoking marijuana is paranoia. Or hallucinations. Or hallucinations or certain other things. Cause I would not know that from it, any it, kind of stuff was, I've ever done in my yeah, life. I, okay. I don't know anything about it. I got a bucket of stones over here for you, sir. Oh, we're still on those stones. <laughs> he is without sin cast the first stone. Uh, what's funny is I am one of those weird guys that have never done drugs or, or done anything, but the reality is most people have. And if anyone's ever been around somebody who's been stoned, you, they're obviously very different. It affects people differently. Right. But one of the side effects that is almost universal is that paranoia. People tend to get paranoid. Mm-hmm. What a bad idea to have someone with a loaded weapon who is paranoid about what's going on, what's happening. This guy is a perfect example. He is paranoid of this legislation. And he's going to lose his guns because now he can't get high and lose his guns. And he's threatening a freaking congressman. Well, in, in, in the irony of this whole entire story is lawmakers have clamored, it says, for more funding for personal security over the last year amid increased hostility at local events. Now, I'm going to say something here outside of guns. If congressmen and women did their jobs, I don't think the audience would be as hostile. Oh, there, there probably is that. Now, there's no reason to, to threat violence. Yeah. I mean, you, I'm not, we're not going to go shoot anybody. I mean, we're rational thinking conservatives with critical brains we 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 know the difference between reality and video games for one we're not stoned two we're not on drugs three we're not on some sort of other whatever and the the reality is those who tend to be more conservative usually are more right-minded more logical and you don't want to run around shoot somebody up well we saw with the steve scalise shooting Mm -hmm. guy goes up to they're trying to practice for a softball game and dude goes up and tries to murder a bunch of republicans and that's exactly what he wanted to do was murder them now fortunately steve has made a a uh, almost a full recovery thank god well and yeah i mean there look it, and the, the thing is, thank goodness Scalise was there because he's the only one who brought armed security. Yeah, no and, and we talk about it. Who stopped the gunman? A good guy with a gun. I know. It's so weird. How that I mean, happens. over and over and over and over and over, we see the same thing. Once again, we're going to tell you the gun's not the problem. It's the people. It's your heart. It's morality. It's all of that stuff. But the left has really taken a hold of this subject, and now they're pushing kids, and they're pushing David Hogg, and the march today, which yeah. we're watching right now, the anti-gun violence marchers yeah. demanding action. I mean, they're all there. Fox is covering it. 
Well, it, the, the thing that drives me crazy about this is when the left controls the narrative, first of all, they don't realize how hypocritical and how moronic they are half the time. And then the mainstream media refuses to call them out on it because they continue to run. Once again, these people are calling for the, the disarming of the population. They don't want guys like you and me, Matt, to have guns. They don't want us to be able to legally allowed to carry a gun. They only want police officers to be able to carry guns or, or the military. Right. These are the same people that call the military baby killers, and they call cops that say they're hunting black men, innocent black men, and murdering them. So the only people you want to have gun are baby killers and people that are in a hunting. Once again, there's a disconnect in their brains, yeah. and you can't logically have a, a, a rational debate with someone like that because they're going to come down to that kind of insanity. Well, I would love to hear. I mean, we have the phone lines open here, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888-900-3393. I would love to hear your opinions on medical marijuana and firearms because I'll, I'll tell you, I, I kind of agree, and I don't believe in taking away people's guns, but for everything we just argued about, you probably shouldn't be on marijuana and, and having possession of a gun. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I mean, it's no different. Look, we talked about this, I think it was on yesterday's show. It could have been Thursday. We all had this discussion. You and I conceal carry. Yeah. Well, I, I do. I, and I don't care that you know it or not because I'll save your life someday, and I hope I never do. But if I have to, I'm ready to do it. I do the same. You know, I don't know about I'm not going to go but... to a bar and have my gun on me and get hammered. Yeah. First of all, I'm not going to go to the bar and get hammered anyway because i got to drive home. Yeah. For one. It, it's just stupidity on, on my part because you want to be – look. Drunk driving kills more people than guns. Yeah, we need by far. Cars, car accidents kill more people than guns. I mean, if we're going to get down into the statistics, but I'm not going to go as a mature adult. I'm not going to walk into the local pub, which I go to the local pub here in in, in where where I live here in Texas, probably about once or twice a week. I'll go there and have a beer and you know talk to the people and have conversation, you know, all that stuff. I do it, but I'm not going to walk in there, get hammered, get intoxicated, have my gun on me, and walk out. It's just that's just a bad it, combination. It, it is. It's a bad combination. Guns are dangerous. That's why I don't disagree with the left saying, "Look, if you're going to own a gun, you ought to be trained on how it is used." Yeah. So left, stop banning it on YouTube, so people can at least watch a little bit more. I mean, come on. Well, it's funny you inadvertently brought up a whole other point. You talk about guns killing people. I mean, guns killing people. Yeah, you got that. Cars kill far more people than guns. Just regular car accidents. Oh yeah. Then drunk driving accidents, and then let's throw teenagers texting and driving oh, kills far more people that have been killed in, in school shootings. So cell phones so, should be. These kids today should be marching against cell phones, yep. texting and driving, and cars. We should make you be 21 years old in order to get a cell phone or to be able to drive. But they don't want to do that, right? Well, they look, I mean... If it saves just one child. Just one child. Well, now we're talking about an abortion industry, too, that kills 600,000 babies a year. Yeah. That, you know, the left is not logical. No, and not. the thing is, these kids, you think they would freak out? I mean, you think about clear backpacks. Oh. Think about if these kids couldn't have their cell phones because yeah. we live in a digital age today. Well, and that's the problem, too. We we have turned our children, they're they're almost dependent upon that 24-7 cycle, the microwave, oh, the, the, yeah. the microwave environment. Absolutely. They want that news now. They've got text messages. They've got Snapchat. They've got Facebook. They've got Twitter. They want it now. And, and kids are actually developing depression when their friends don't text back in 30 seconds. Absolutely. Oddly enough, they're showing a wide shot right now on Fox of the shooting, uh, the, not the shooting. Of, of the, 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 prote the, of the protest. Of yeah, the march. That's not, a, I mean, I'm looking at the crowd. That I mean, there's a lot of people there, but that's oh, yeah. not anything close to these other marches. What What would you guess? Probably, I, I would say from that picture, maybe 5,000. 
I don't even think it was that many. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that picture we just shot, there's probably more. There were somewhere outside of the shot. There was maybe 2,000 people in that shot they just showed. And they've got this whole big uh, stage set up. says March for Lives. It's yeah, got March little, it, you know, and it's funny because all of these people believe in abortion. Uh, uh, but if it saves just one child. I mean, is that not the height of hypocrisy? It's the height of insanity, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, I mean, they're they're literally. That's not even a rational argument. But can can you rationale with the left? Now look, uh, and, and the, the point you started off with. Once again, people are upset. They want to have their Second Amendment, but then you've got uh, the, the people now. All of a sudden, you got this guy who wants to be able to smoke his dope and also have his gun. It's a bad combo. Question here, because I'm seeing uh, I'm seeing we're out of time here in a segment. I'll ask it real quick. Somebody said medical marijuana doesn't make you high. Then why would you use it? I want to hear that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and that's the reason you are on medical marijuana. Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Does mer- medical marijuana make you high? I want to hear from you. Some does. Chris X, Matlock, the conservative cartel. We've got one more segment. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. The conservative cartel with Matt Locke and Chris X on the Blaze Radio Network. This is The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Chris Axe. Welcome back to the Conservative Cartel. I am Chris X, along with Matt Locke. You've reached the final segment of the program. Can you believe we're almost done, Matt? I can't believe it. Three hours of conservative greatness. Man, right here from the Nine Line Apparel Studios, uh, the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open. we got a couple of calls on the line. We're going to jump to those, so make it quick. They're going to be fast because we're, we're about to run out of time, uh, and we want to make sure that we, we get to you. 888 We're also going to talk about Joe Biden is the front runner for 2020, they're saying. Boy, what does that tell you about the Democratic Party? Well, he was threatening to beat up Trump. So yeah, that. he's a tough guy. Maybe he was getting stoned, too. Yeah, he might have been high. He might have been on something. Yeah. I don't know what. Let's go to the phones. Looks like we have Emily in Houston holding. Uh, Emily, thanks for holding. Welcome to the Conservative Cartel. Hey, guys. Thanks for your Saturday show. It's been great. Um, About the guns and drugs, what I think we need to do is have a separate level of law besides civil and criminal and deal with health and safety issues and invite these students that want to be part of the process. That's great. Work with your local school districts and your precincts and come up with your own local policy about what you want to stop mental illness with the drugs and the guns or even abortion involves relationship abuse. The government cannot police these things because it violates due process, but citizens have the right to set up your own ordinances. So school policies, some of them do have like consent forms to stop sexual abuse on campus. And if the the internal community agrees to a policy, you can have whatever you want. If you want to be gun-free, if you want to have Bibles, if you don't want these things, decide locally and let students learn how hard it is to come up with a policy that respects everyone equally. And then you'll learn why people are yelling, but you'll also learn the value of what it takes to really separate what do you want to be public policy and what is your private choice and what can you do to solve problems. That's, so I think yeah, we need a third-level law similar to what uh, you know OSHA set up. Ralph Nader set up a way to do consumer protections, and OSHA, you can write your own legislation and just keep it local. 
Uh, keeping things. Thank you for the call. Emily. Everything local is Start, better. Another yeah. law, probably. We don't need another law. Yeah. We just need to figure out what the laws are and follow them. Because as you know, you know criminals don't follow the law. But I, man, a lot of great information there. But anytime you do something at the local level. Always the best case scenario. Yeah, usually that's where you want to start. Start at the local level and work your way up because you're right. The, the top-down method doesn't seem to be so great when it comes to – Trickle-down well, government never works. Especially in, in, in watching California. They, they, don't, they don't like the feds coming in trying to enforce federal immigration laws, do they? No, they don't. All right, let's uh, uh, go to Brian who's holding in Massachusetts. Hey, Brian, thanks for holding. Welcome to the conservative cartel. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, I'm in Illinois, actually. And uh, first question is – about the mechanics of your show, I've been listening to your show while I'm cleaning my house for like the last two hours. You invite callers, nobody answers your phones. What's going on there? I don't get it. Well, you're here, well, you're so, here somebody so somebody answered, answered the phone. Yeah, with uh, two minutes to go. And my, my point is, I agree with you on how the corporate media, really television is what we're talking about, doesn't put the, the correct facts out about deaths caused by drunk driving and automobiles and this, that, and the other thing, because it's about the money. Industry spent billions of dollars advertising on TV, you know, the beer companies, the car companies. All these vested interests with huge amounts of money, they don't want those touchy issues talked about. They just like the simple emotional issues that draw people's attention. They don't want to get stuck on facts and reality. They just want to draw viewers and hold an audience. That's goal number one. You know, and... I agree with you on most of the points you've made this morning. I mean, most small children, I think, are killed by their parents more so than school shootings. I didn't have a chance to Google that up, but most small children are killed by their mothers, which is a sad fact, but it's true. And corporate media, television, we're talking about TV and YouTube, are the problem and the people that sit there and consume it and don't think. So. Brian, that, great that, point. That, that, absolutely Thank spot you. on. I mean, you're not wrong. And thanks for the call, by the way. And sorry it took you so long to get through, I guess. I mean, we do have people answering the phones. They've been ringing all morning. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not for sure, through. but I'm glad you got through. Look, we, 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 we always appreciate the other side of the deal here. And Brian, I'll tell you, Brian's called this, this program before. He is not a conservative. Yeah, well, the interesting of the point he just made, and I want to make sure we touch on this because I know you got a whole lot more on this as well. You're right. He, he was absolutely right talking about television. Who controls the media outlets? They're all leftists, and he's absolutely right. Now, it's uh, television. Their job is to make money for well, themselves, their shock, their stockholders, right. whatever. So they're there to make money, and they don't want to mix messages or whatever. But it also goes to show that when you're looking at CNN or MSNBC or any of the ABC, NBC, CBS, they are not in the business of news anymore. They're in the business of making money. Yep. and pushing their, pushing their ideology. If it bleeds, it leads. Dana, Dana Lash, you yeah. can like her, you can hate her. It doesn't matter. If it bleeds, it leads. And I, she went to CPAC and she said, look back there in the corner, you guys. Where are the town halls yeah. in Chicago? They're not having it, them. It, you're not having them. If you want to sit here and talk about guns, you want to, all they want to do, and Brian just hit on it too, it's emotional TV. They need you stirred up. They need you emotional so that you're not rational. And what he said at the end there was perfect. Go. Nobody researches. Yeah. Go research it. Oh, there's another element to it as well. Your favorite little TV shows and stuff. Here's another thing that you don't know. A lot of these television series, and, and, and Brian may have alluded to this, a lot of these television series, these movies that you go see, there are entities that pour in hundreds of thousands 
literally millions of dollars to spread their leftist message. Oh, big money. You see it on television series. That's how global warming got to where it was. Yep. And that's why it's in all these movies and television series. Yep. And then now what is it? Uh, we're pushing, you name it, pick your leftist ideology and you want to know why gay rights, transgender, you want to know why it's oh. in every series? They're pay, someone is paying them big dollars to put it in there. Well, and we're finding out now, we have TJ Callahan on every Friday. Yeah. We go through these movies. We little breakup of the show. It's a fantastic little deal she does. That Love, Simon movie. Yeah. Now we've got a young man who's gay that we're going to push the LGBT, you know, thread throughout our young children because yeah. it's something that you have to. And you're so right, Chris. They push this in every day. It's constantly in your world. It's constantly in the lexicon. Now, now you're thinking about it. Now you got to bow down to it because it's in your media. Go research how much money global warming interest paid to be in your favorite TV shows and movies. Go look at back in the 90s and how it got to where it is in the early 2000s. They're doing the same thing with LGBT rights now. They're doing the same with all of this stuff. They're pushing their ideology, yep. and there's very wealthy people behind this that are spending money. So when he was said it boils down to that dollar, there's a lot of that to it, and they're offsetting that by being able to push their little agenda and getting paid doing it. Well, and it's once again, it's it's ideology and it's money. It's not about facts. It's not about if you watch television and you thought about, you would think that 90% of the population is gay or LGBT, and it's like two percent. Yeah. In every every program now has a gay couple or whatever. And look, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Yeah. I don't care that you're gay. I'm more libertarian on that. Just please don't bother me with it. I'm not gay. I don't believe in it. I'm not going to hit you over the head with my homosexuality if you don't hit me over the head with your homosexuality. Wait, did you say you're not going to hit me over the head with your homosexuality? I meant heterosexuality. Uh, heterosexuality. Okay. I think someone's busted. I, 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 maybe I'm. Uh, I had a little. You bit better of that. be careful, sex of chocolate. I had a little bit of that medical marijuana at break. <laughs> So now I'm having a hard time trying to figure out what I'm talking about. But no, I mean, look, you live your life. I'll live mine. As long as you follow the rules, I don't care who you sleep with. Uh, yeah, I, I, agree. I, I don't care what happens in your bedroom. Just don't be, what's her name? Uh, the really ugly woman that. Uh, Kathy Griffin? No, the, she's ugly too. No, the, the really ugly Rosie lady. Rosie O'Donnell? Well, God. You're talking about, <laughs> she's a liberal. I can't think of her name right now. Young girl that didn't want us to take care, take away her birth control. Um, oh, she did uh, HBO. Oh, Lena Dunham. Yeah, thank you. Thank Lena you. Dunham. I, I have Look, that medical marijuana just isn't working right hey, now. To answer your question, by the way, we did have anyone call on that. Talking about medical marijuana, is there an intoxicant factor in it? Yeah. It depends. There are different kinds. There's a cannabis oil, CBD oil, something like that, where they actually remove the intoxicant. So those are given for children oftentimes for seizures and things like this. There's also California where you can go get your medical marijuana uh, thing, and then you buy weed and you smoke it or you eat it in brownies or whatever, well, that's fully intoxicant. Okay? How about Colorado, where it's now legal to smoke marijuana? I mean, yeah. we're, we're living in some crazy times, but look, we're, 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 we're ending up here. 2020, CNN declares Joe Biden to be the front runner. Um, did anybody tell Hillary, Hillary Clinton that? I, you know what? I don't think she knows just yet. Uh, is she sleeping in India in a bathtub I, I with a broken know. wrist, or I, she fall down some stairs yet? Or I think they hold her out well, in hey, a bathtub. What happened? Yeah, what? Maybe she had some of that medical marijuana. I don't know. It, she might be on medical she, marijuana. She needs some CBD oil too, or something. I mean, it helps her wrist or her feet or. You know, whatever the hell it helps. Are but look, falling down he the stairs. Head over. <laughs> we are off the rails. Head over to theconservativecartel.com. There's a hidden link over there that producer Ron's put on. You don't have to be a VIP to do it. We'll give you some free stuff. If you want to be a VIP, like all the cool kids, you can do that too. It's very simple. The conservative I'm gonna cartel. Watch, I'm going to go watch gun videos on Pornhub. On Pornhub. Yeah. I mean, this has been a crazy show. Go back and listen to it. We appreciate the fact that you listened today. Hey. 
You can find where we're at all week long, theconservativecartel.com. But for Chris X, Ron Phillips, I'm Matt Locke. We're, we're, we're so happy that you found us. But for now, the conservative cartel is out. This is the conservative cartel with Matt Locke and Chris X on the Blaze Radio Network. The Blaze Radio Network. On demand 24-7.